Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the dubness himself, J-Dub Justin Richardson, and our guest today is the one and the only Alan Bach. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so my wife stops giving me so much shit about doing the show. J Dub, you ready to get this thing started? I, I, I sure am. Sure are. Glad you're here. Yep, love it. All right, well, let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with you. So check out our and how we get live. They're doing some solid. Share and subscribe. What you sharing? What you sharing? What you sharing? Working perspectives. All right, Jalen Dub. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you about this guy. All right. So I'll tell you what, man. Uh, when I was, I lived in, I lived in California. I was born in California, and I lived there until I was seven. Right. And we Something lived in. Yeah, you learned that on the show. I didn't know that. Yeah, I literally not... thought you. Yeah yeah no common 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 assumption you know what i mean like that i was born and raised here yeah but you know it's all right so what happened i mean i don't tell anybody so it doesn't matter so like i feel like i was born and raised here what what was that you've seen both oceans yeah i have i've dipped my toe in both oceans baby i have not well, you're not missing much. I mean, that's they're the yeah. I mean, they're both it's needles and trash on each beach, wherever <laughs> you go, you know, <laughs> LA or Jersey. Take your pick. So either way, um, I'm living in in Simi Valley, which is right outside of LA. Rodney King happens, right? Then the mm-hmm. riots happen. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad was in Watts the day of the riots. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> He uh, so here's a fun fact that he was he used to sell he was selling computer software for this company called Data Logic that I don't think is around anymore and he was selling it at Howard University which is in oh, Watts right so what he would have to do is that they wouldn't let any like if you just came in like a businessman they wouldn't let you into their neighborhood 
right? So what he would have to do is he drove a Volvo station wagon. He would have the Volvo station wagon and he would have a shovel and a hard hat and he would put it in the trunk, right? And when he would get out, he would like take a suit jacket off and hold it, grab the shovel and the hard hat and then walk to the <laughs> lots. And they like, if you're a construction guy, they let you go because they're like, oh, he's working. Yeah, but he's not selling anything. He's working, right? So he would have like his thing to go in. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. That's dangerous. Shit. No. I mean, caught. he would love to kill some people. He, that was his thing. Hey, but he, he, he was not scared. You he know? was looking for it. Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, please, please do. Having killed somebody. They say, I wish you would. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I haven't killed someone in a couple of years. Would love to do it. So <laughs> uh, either way, yeah. So he gets stuck in Watts the day of the riots. He makes it out of there. Goes back to Simi Valley. So what had happened was, is that the the trial for the guys who, the cops that killed Rodney King, the trial was held in Simi Valley. So everyone in LA that was riding was saying that they're going to go to Simi Valley. There's a one-way street in the Simi Valley, and that's where the National Guard went to block them. And they're like, you're not getting into this fucking town. Good luck, right? So either way, we see all that. And my dad's like, look, we're moving back to the East Coast where the crazy is normal. All right. Enough of this riot crazy. Right. Is he from his parents from around here or what's yeah. the why yeah. Pennsylvania? Why my, my, yeah. My dad it was born and raised in Scranton, PA, fan of the show, listener of the show. And my mom, born and raised in Kensington, Philadelphia. Kenzo. Yep. She's a KA all the way. Went to the Kensington Girls School, I believe it was called. Um, she, it was, so that was, she was like the youngest of six. And at that time, like my mom's dad was, well, she'd never met him. Like found out she never met him because grandma lied about who her dad was. <laughs> hey, I'm Italian. So either way, uh, she, you know, she was the youngest of six. My uncle was like a very famous, um, let's just say businessman in Kensington. And oh. so she can kind of do whatever she wanted. So she was like skipping school and all this stuff end up having to go to the Kensington Girls Academy, which is like an all-girls school for like, you know, truant, delinquent young kids. And she would end up graduating from there. Fun fact, she told me a story that in the cot next to her, there was a girl sleeping there, pregnant, was stabbed seven times in her sleep right next to her. And I was like, oh, fancy that. Kensington, huh? What a place. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So either way, yeah. Uh, so either way that my parents, after, you know, going through the watch riots, were like, Hey, we're going to move back to coal mining and stabbing pregnant people in Kensington. And they yeah. moved to the land of the free, the home of the brave Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Right. So I was seven years old when I moved here. Uh, didn't know anyone. Right. And it had, it, I'll tell you this, when I lived in California, I always felt like kind of a fish out of water. You know what I mean? I was like, everyone over there is like, you know, kind of foofy and you know no one's like hard nosed and like there's never snow and i was like what's going on here guy you know i don't know we didn't like we lived on a busy seems a little, uh, seems a little yee. yeah 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 what like would say a boy who don't play baseball seems a little yee to me yeah yeah very very much so at time also it's like like i we didn't have like the i couldn't like get on my bike and go for an adventure where we were at you know what i mean so either way, um, we get to Lansdale Land, the three home of the brave. And as soon as we get there, we're given like free reign. This is your, this is your bike, AKA your steed. 
go out have some adventures. So right away, I'm like, you know, trying to go out, try and make friends, find friends. One of the first friends I would make is our guest today, old Alan Bach, right? So we're, you know, we're just neighborhood kids. We meet up, we hang out, right? Automatically hit it off, right? We lived on the same street, me, him, and another buddy, friend of the show, former guest of the show, Jay Bowers. We all meet up, hang out, do our thing, right? And then we just become like a crew. And then we get imbibed into what is known as the Confederation of Forestry Park Natives, right? Which is the gang in our neighborhood. And we're all just like one big crew, right? But me and Al have always been like really tight. So I want to tell a story just to, you know, just kind of accentuate how great of a friend this guy is, right? So when we were growing up in Alan's house, you could curse, right? And let me fucking tell you, it was pretty fucking great. (laughs) So like my parents, when I was a kid, dude, we went to church every Sunday. We had the priest over my house for dinner, right? My dad was like, we were listening, like when we would go for car rides, my dad would have like these Bible stories for children that he would play on cassette tapes in the car, right? Like we were Jesus the hell out when I was a kid, big time Jesus freaks at the house, went to Catholic school. Oh yeah. Fan of the show. Listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, still a big fan of him. I mean, nothing wrong with old JC. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out JC, our Lord and savior. So yeah. Shout out him. Shout out crosses. Shout out saving, uh, uh, you know, sacrificing for all our sins. You know what I mean? Shout out. So either way, I was so at that house, like pretty strict. Then I go start hanging over Alan's house. Right. And find out right away that we're allowed to curse. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to take full advantage. Of this. <laughs> right. And like I'm coming in as soon as I found out we could curse. I'm like eight years old, nine years old coming into the house. Be like, hey, Mr. Bach, how the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? What the shit? You know, like just cursing nonstop, right? Dude, it was fucking the- weather. <laughs> My God, you got a load of this fucking guy over here? Yeah. They're like, hey, man, that was school. That was a fucking nightmare school. You fucking, you know, a whole thing. Yeah, that shit's killing me. This teacher's yeah. a fucking, you know whatever yeah my uh yeah similar thing like my my mom would curse and like i wasn't like allowed to curse but like it wasn't you know crazy if you did versus my father who was born again very religious and like there was there was no goddams there was no like there was definitely no jesus christ like those little ones you don't think about yeah and you like you fall god damn it he's like don't don't say that wow fucking calm down (laughs) yeah that's tough that's a tough one did you was your dad my dad too was like really strict on like the things we were allowed to watch. Like weren't allowed to oh watch the Simpsons. God. He threw out a copy of Wayne's World two on VHS. <laughs> I mean, this yeah, we we could get into this another night because I got a whole bunch of those. Oh, nice. Yeah, I could go on. One time we found a CD in my backpack and it had the lyrics on the inside, and he read them to me. I'll tell you all about that, <laughs> dude. I remember like. We, oh God, my dad was like, he had stopped like being religious at some point, but he was still like, he doesn't like us cursing and all that stuff. And like, he was also an adult when we were kids. So he's like, this rap music's fucking trash. You know what I mean? Like he just hated it. But I remember, I think it was, uh, what was the second Eminem out? It was the Eminem show, right? Yeah. The one with like real slim shady on it and stuff. And I remember we had bought, Tom had bought it, right? 
And my, we were driving somewhere that was like far away. And my dad's like, we're listening to this in the car. I'm going to listen to what this bullshit is that you guys are talking about. Listen <laughs> to it. Right. And we got to the part. Remember when he does like the, the, he makes fun of the insane clown posse <laughs> when they're like, he pretends to be the one guy blowing the other guy on the yeah, CD. Yeah. yeah. It was like an interlude in between songs. Yeah, and it's like literally a sucking noise. Yeah. 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 Yeah, imagine it was me, my brother Tom, Dave Witt, and my dad in our Ford Expedition on the way to wrestling practice, and he's listening to this, and after that, he's like, this shit's fucking trash. You know what I mean? He's like, we're done with this. And he took and he's like, he threw it out the the window. (laughs) He's like, I'm not listening to this garbage. You had your shot. No thanks. So either way. Right. So we could curse at Alan's house. So I would go over there and dude, this went on for years. Like it started at the age of seven. Right. And then even like we're getting to the age of like, we'll say like we're age like 13, 14. Right. And so one day, well, let's say we're 12. Right. So one day we I go over there and we're playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater on Sega Dreamcast. Just to give you a time frame. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk Pro Skater 1, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, on, the first one. It was on right? PlayStation 1. Yeah, and it was on Sega Dreamcast is what Alan Oh, Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you said remember, Genesis. Do you remember yeah, Sega Dreamcast? Dreamcast? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, Tony Hawk. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Sega, Sega had some things that they tried that just didn't work out. Like, they had Genesis, which had, like, Mortal Kombat 2, Sonic, yeah, all this. Good. It competed. And then yeah. Dreamcast is like. Dude, do you, do you remember Sega CD? Um, My <laughs> one brother had it. And he, I think all I ever played was Echo. And I remember being like, like loved it. Like it was oh, like yeah. a whole other world. Oh, yeah. I was like, look at the graphics. Yeah. I, was like, what are you fucking <laughs> I feel like I'm in it. No, yeah. It was, dude, it was the worst. No. It was no, like, like, yeah, like connected to your. Is that yeah. the thing ready to connect it on top of your regular Genesis? Oh, I don't know. I know that uh, that was game. I know that game Genie. Do you remember Game Genie? It, like, yeah, that was for like everything. cheating. But like uh, Gen or yeah, Sega had this thing where like you put it in the Sega and then it made it like sixty four. It made it like up the bits and then oh. you games into that. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I, don't, know. I, I, don't I, I feel like I remember it being a little bigger. But either way. The Sega Dreamcast or the Sega CD that we had at my house didn't work. We had two games, neither of them worked. So it just kind of sat there. We eventually threw it away. And then we ended up getting 64 like a couple of years later, which shout out, fan of the show, listen to the show, Nintendo 64. So (laughs) either way. So we're at Alan's house, right? We're playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater on Sega Genesis. And a couple of days before his dad had warned me, he's like, hey, no more cursing in here. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, What's going on here? he's like, that's the last one. There's no more cursing in here. And Alan was like, yeah, please don't. Cause it's getting, yeah, it's, it's coming back yeah, on me. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, somebody, somebody, yeah. Somebody yeah. took it too far. So yeah, it was probably me. Um, <laughs> but either way, so we're playing Tony Hawk pro skater one. And we're going through and I'm doing the thing. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a pretty like I haven't played in years, but I'd figured out like, you know, how like you can get like a formula to the game and like get your shit down. Yeah, I kind of had I kind of had Tony Hawk figured out. I kind of knew what I was doing. 
yeah. different moves. You get the multiplier up. Right. And get it going. Especially when manuals came into the game and you can manual yeah. in between moves and the you're reverse. doing like Benny Hanna's and spinning. And yeah, it was a whole thing. I had it down. Not a big deal. You know, pretty good. Sorry. Yeah. Awesome. Love Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Fan of the show. Listen to the show. So either way, brain Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, right? Something happens where the game I fuck up, right? And like, whatever. And I just yell, motherfucker, <laughs> right? And I throw the controller, right? And then all of a sudden, all we hear is, Alan, right? And then you hear like, and his dad like comes flying up the stairs, right? Yeah. Kicks, kicks the door in. Right. And just like rips his belt off and starts going to town on Alan. Right. And I'm oh. like, fuck me. Right. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, it, I, I think we've all, if you've like, I don't know, if you grew up in a neighborhood like blue collar, you've, you've had to leave a house while your friends getting beat. Oh, I think oh, we've yeah. all been yeah. there. Right. Like I know what's happened to my friends and like, you know, I've been in a house where, friends, yeah. where it's like, all right, I guess, uh, not, you know, time's up time to go. You know what yep. I mean? And you just leave. You so right? Yeah. So we're like, so I have to, I, I see this happen. And like, I remember as his dad's running up, I remember we looked at each other like, Oh shit. You know? And I'm like, no, Oh fuck. Like, do I say, what do I do? Right. Yeah. And so he comes in, dad goes to town with the belt and I take off and I'm like, God damn it. Right. So the next day I go back over. Right. And I see Al and I'll tell you this. He didn't say a word and he took the beating for me, even though it was my fault. Right. <laughs> he, took he took, he took the heat. So I'll tell you, there's, you can ask for friends, but not a lot of them would take the heat and not even say anything about it. That's a true friend. And I'm fucking love the guy. So happy. You could come on the show. We, we, I'll tell you this, we had had him on the show a year ago right and we were still recording on a different system at the time and the whole thing it was it, literally it was our first ever recording and the file got corrupted and we lost the whole thing <laughs> so he was supposed to be the first ever guest on the show and we lost it right big mistake that's why you that's why you record early before you you know you know like you, you send it out but either way Super happy he could be on the show. Fucking happy we could get him here. Hopefully everything works out with this recording. Fingers crossed. Um, but Al, happy to have you here, man. Thanks for coming on. Before we get started, I would just like to ask, how do you like your Cheetos? Crunchy or puffed? Crunchy. Crunchy. They gotta be crunchy. Gotta be crunchy. I mean, come on. Dude, Jada, what are you thinking, man? You Are you still riding the crunchy train? Do we need to change the question? Um, I like yeah. I mean, everybody says crunchy. I mean, maybe everybody. one day we'll find a puff. I mean, who will not say crunchy? Yeah, I like yeah. puff. I'm you know puff. what I mean? Give me a nice, yeah. give me a nice yeah. cheese ball. Cheese ball is good. Cheese I like ball, a cheese ball, but it's got a cheese ball is puffed. Yeah, I mean, but, can't even put that in the same category. Yeah, yeah. cheaters, crunchy. Come on. Yeah, man, it has to be done. Cheese ball. Has to be done. You know what I mean? I'm with you, especially too now that like. I love what they're doing with the flavor combo. It's like they're like colorways for sneakers with these flavor combos that they're doing. For oh, they do all kinds of wild oh, shit. Love it. It's like um, it's like they went to prison and they're like, "Look, we're just gonna we're gonna do all these guys a favor." You know what I mean? Cool. Like, what do you guys want? You want a jalapeno? You want a flaming hot? Let's go. You, you know? want a steak? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want it's like potato? It's like they talk to the sunflower seeds guys and they're like, "How do you guys stay in business with these fucking <laughs> things? These things are a joke." 
But either way, uh, Avok, how you doing, brother? Thanks for coming doing on. Doing good. Yeah, doing great, man. Good to yeah. see you, J Dub. Long time. Avok, did you um did you sleep over? Did I meet you at the sleepover that Dave had when he was in like seventh grade or something? Were you, yeah, that, that night? I'm, I'm pretty but, sure it was. Yeah, it was one of those nights. Did Dave, you, yeah. uh, didn't you meet at Deary's too? Would it have been a sleepover at Deary's? I know that's where me and you Possibly. met, J Dub. Me and you could have If you recall, do you recall that sleepover where my this my stepfather awoke in the middle of the night and walked down and is sleepwalking and pissed on the coffee table? I do not remember that. No, you I do there. not remember that. It was, yeah, it was a but it, it sounds a like a great night. <laughs> yeah, what? In his whitey tighties, and it, we had a second, like, little walk-in living room kind of yeah, to the side. Yeah, And there was, it was Dave's friend, like, four kids downstairs sleeping in the living room. Yeah. And he walks downstairs in his whiteies, pisses on the coffee table. It was glass. We just hear it. And then he pulls, you know, his tighties up and walks back upstairs and walks away. And he has a massive hog from what everyone's, like, <laughs> the billocks are just holding. Is that right? Just fucking. The, it's a good bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. Good genetics. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to upset you, but it's a difficult thing to overcome when you're young. You got to find confidence in a in a world where you're like, is my penis going to get that big? What's going oh, on? Oh my gosh, how about it, man? Terrifying, <laughs> terrifying. You're like, are we all going to have elephant trunks? What's going on here? So nice. So what's up, you guys? How you doing, man? Not much. Not nah, doing all right. You know, yeah, nice, living man. the life. Living the life. You got a young kid at home. Oh yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, we had kids around the same time, close close in age, a couple months. Yeah. And I remember like, you know, like, you know, I feel like every, I think we're kind of raised, like predisposed to, to be like, oh, my son. Oh, I'm going to have a son. I'm going to, you know, whatever with a son, right? I'm not going to lie. I have a daughter. You have a daughter. I'm so fucking happy I have a daughter. I feel like I even like could love my daughter more than I'd ever love my son. You know what I mean? I I don't have any kids, but I would want, if I had a choice, I would want a daughter way over a boy. I feel like I would be a terror to the, a a male versus I would be like a a teddy bear to a a girl. I just know, like, if I had a son, eventually I'd have to beat his ass one day. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I just know that that day would come, right? And like, I, you have to be tougher with them. I feel like with a girl, like I could just like, just love the hell out of her and not, you know, it's it's the best thing ever. What do you think, Bach? Yeah, I mean, it makes it a little easier, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is the best to like. Plus, to like, you know, I'm gonna be able to kiss her like on the cheek forever. You know, I'm I can cool. kiss my son a couple times, but that's it. You know, what I mean, it's like <laughs> it's hey, you're done. You get yeah, like you five your whole life. Yeah, you don't want to be like Topa. Yeah, like David. <laughs> David, dude. I brought it up on it's avail the story is on the end of saga part three, which is available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube. But I told this story about this guy who's gonna be a guest on the show, friend of the show. His name is Dave Toper. Super cool dude, love him, love him to death. But he his dad, whenever he left, would be like, David, before you go, know this. And then he'd kiss him. And we're like 20. And I'm like, bro, what is going on here? You know. Wait, who's kissing their dad at 20? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, either way. So nice. So, all right, well, let's get into it. So we got a lot of stuff to cover here. I want to chop, chop, chop some wood. So Big Guzzler, you were born and raised, land of the free, home of the brave, Lansdale, Pennsylvania, right? Grew, oh, up, yeah. on, grew up on good old 6th Street, right? 
when we were, I'll tell you this, this is something, and I don't know if it's lost on, on the youth of today, but when we were coming up and Justin, I think you would agree gangs were everything, right? Like you, you needed to be in a gang, right? Like all you wanted to do was be in a gang, right? Yeah. These were like real gangs, but we had a gang. Yeah. Oh dude, we would have gangs and like, you know, like you have a gang, right? You get a gang name, then you get a gang hideout uh, for like, yeah, like real young. I think we had a. I think we tried to come up with a gang. I think it involved aces somehow. Oh, dude, the aces, the aces, ace was like a hot name for the gang. We did so. Our first gang, I think it was me, Al, and Jay Bowers, and we were the bad boys on the block, right? <laughs> and there was like yeah, this watch out. Less than 10, like five, five or less people were these uh, elementary school gangs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were real. It was it was only a couple guys, but we could take on the world, you know, (laughs) but it was and we were plotting on other gangs that were just other kids like playing with, you know, G.I. Joe's or whatever. But either way, there was like a space in between Jay's garage and his neighbor's fence. And that's where our hideout was. And we had set up like a hideout. Right. And then eventually we absorbed a couple other people into the gang and we had to rebrand. Right. So we had we had brought Kalen and Jake Hartman in fans of the show, listener of the show. And we also had this guy, Phil Krause, who was like, he would be like your older brother, kind of Al, like an older brother figure for you when you said he was like he was like six, six years older than us, I think something like that. Yeah, when we were nine, he was like, I think like 14 or 15. Yeah. But yeah. he was like, hang, like he lived, there, he moved in across the street from you. And he was like, he would like hang out with us. He was from California. Right. So like he was cool with us. But also he was like, you're, you do have an older brother, but he was like, he's way older than you. And he yeah, was yeah. kind of like, he was like, you know, he was like off in college and having a family and stuff. So we wouldn't see him that much. Yeah. But Phil was like right across the street and he treated you like a legit little brother, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He like was- we, we played all kinds of sports together and stuff. And I think it like really like toughened me up because like if I would play with like him and like all his friends, they would beat the piss out of me, like yeah. playing yeah. football and stuff. But so you- it's like it yeah. kind of made me better as but an you- athlete because like that- I had to try to compete with these kids. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but you wanted that though. Like you wanted to be like able to like, I remember like being like, I'm not going to, no way you can't cry. You got to be like, you, if they hit you, you got to just take it. And then if they say like, Oh, all right, this gets tough. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you were doing. Like you were doing that specifically because you wanted to take the, take the pain. Right. You know oh, yeah, what I mean? Like you, yeah, you didn't want to share them. Like you were like, you know, a whimper or nothing. You know what I mean? Like you get knocked around and stuff and just, suck it up really yeah and you're like dude and like yeah i yeah i'm with you you had to you couldn't be you couldn't be a noodle they wouldn't want you around but like you wanted to be like i feel like when you got to play with the older kids you're like all right i'm in the big leagues now i really gotta step up my game gotta be the best you know like that's when you would play your best games and consequently get the shit kicked out of you but either way but yeah, no, Phil was Phil was a good dude. He was like, you know, he was just cool, man. He would look out for us. He was an older guy, but eventually he was absorbed into the gang. So our we then relocated to another location. Uh, it was Alan's tree house, tree fort, which was in his side yard. And we rebranded. We were no longer the bad boys on the block. We were the bulldogs, right? <laughs> yeah. And then eventually Phil would kind of, Phil was only around for a couple of years because he was so much older than us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he started yeah. to party. He, he was like 
a year away from fucking driving and partying. You know what I yeah. mean? Like when he was with us and we were like nine and 10. So, but I remember Al, one of the things he would tell you is that he got you the forearm thing, right? Yeah. He told you to do that. Dude, you would do that like a thousand times a day. You're just oh, yeah. nonstop with like the forearm roller. You know what I'm yeah. talking about, Jet? Where yeah, you weight, weight on like a string. Yeah. yeah, you put a weight on oh, the yeah. end of the rope and you're just. Yep. Yeah, fucking loved it. No, we had, dude, we have one of those at the gym. It's one of like the best things. But either way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. So then after that, Phil leaves. We had to expand again. We went down to Oak Drive, right? And we met up with Ron Scott Lesky, fan of the show, listener of the show, former guest of the show, also owner of Scott and Bell Productions. We had him. We had his sister. We had his cousin, Marky. We had his cousin, Eric. And then we rebranded again. And we are now the Creekside Kids, right? Creekside. And we all, had, we, all had, we all had names, you know? Like Ron was Ron the Rocket, right? I was Matt yeah. the Mangler, you know? Because what is the... the there's Creekside Apartments, like, right back there. What's the uh, Creekside come from? Oh, because he's Oh, there's out. a creek. At, yeah, like, behind his house, there's, like, a creek. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Also the, what, the, isn't there a Creekside Cabaret? Is that there is. Oh, shit. That yeah, was, there definitely this is. Was, yeah, there definitely is. And I've definitely not been there. Um, okay. yeah. I definitely Me didn't date, I definitely yeah. didn't date a girl that worked there. Um, but uh, I don't um, know where it is. Yeah, never been there, never would go there. I'm a God-fearing married man. Um, but uh, no, there, the, he had a creek by his house. This dude, this was 20 years before Creekside Cabaret was even open. So Yeah, we're the original Creekside yeah, Cabaret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to they'd come to us for some brand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, we got the rights to Creekside. So Enjoy. either way, uh, we had the Creekside kids, right? That would then expand. We were the Borough Boys, but that was when we brought in like, everybody was in at that point right we had the munleys the buyers us right then we had like sam or matt fuller jerry leach right the bis lines you know what i mean the kinseys it was just a whole big crew right and then that would eventually turn into what is now known as the confederation of forestry park natives and when you're forestry, street you're forestry street for life fyi so in the dearies you know deary dude deary was he was all over the place that guy but he was freaking yeah, that guy. So either way, uh, when older one? what's that? The older one, dude. I'll tell you, that's one person I would love to get stories about. Oh, um, dude, because him, yeah, dude, him and your stepbrother Nick, those bro, two fucking idiots, bro. <laughs> they are, fucking, dude. Bro, Brian Deary is legit. Like oh, he's he, a tough son of a bitch. He is the toughest son of, and he would oh, scare yeah, the piss out of us. He was a yep. Because, yeah, sometimes he would get drunk, and those two would just start fucking, like, like rams just start going at it in the backyard. And you'd be uh, looking at him like, there's no one here who can break this up. He'll, they'll just both beat us up and then go back at it again. Dude, <laughs> Brian Deary, right? He was like, like, we would be scared to go over John sometime. Because if Brian was there, he would just, like, he's like, John's yeah, not here. And then, yeah. bam, he just start beating yeah. our asses. Yeah, like, God damn it, Brian Jesus. You know, Dude, I didn't but, even know him though. He, I remember he started coming over with Nick to my house. He's like, he literally like the one day, like we're in the living room together, and he starts, you know, getting down and putting hands up. I'm like, what's happening? Uh, He's like, I know I don't know you like that, but this is going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, get some, Brian. Dude, it's trash yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're gonna be a man, right? I was now. like, why are you so strong? <laughs> oh, bro, he is one of those two. He had like freakish man strength. 
yeah, yeah. he wasn't like that much bigger than me but he was so strong oh he was he was always a beast totally and like dude i remember oh this is this is an awful story but this fucking happened we would play paintball a lot at deary so f- shout out john deary fan of the show listener of the show uh you know he's one of the guys but either way, his grandmom had like this, like five acres of wood. We've been there, Justin. We've had like sleepovers yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, we've all had sleep. We, I, yeah. I think maybe that's where you guys met. Maybe a sleepover at Deary's grandmom's. There was a, like a little fort there in like the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was a really cool place to play paintball. Oh, that was awesome. The best. So, yeah, we were playing paintball there one time. And when Brian would come there, it would be, it would be like maybe four or five of us. Brian would go out, right? And then we would yeah. have to go out and find him and yeah. get him. And it would turn into him hunting us, right? And like l- destroying us. And then dude, he 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 really gave it to Dave. Uh, <laughs> dude, like so uh Dave Dave, Dave is your stepbrother. Dave has two older brothers, Nick and Mike, right? Mm-hmm. And Nick is is Brian Deary's best friend, and they're like they're they're some bad sons of bitches, and uh, and so Brian is with us. We're all playing paintball. We're probably like 15, 14, 15, right? Brian's probably like he probably is nineteen, maybe eighteen. I think he's eighteen. Yeah, he's like I think four or five years older. Yeah, and so we're all at playing paintball, and I think it was me, Dave john so it was me dave john justin and i think you two are actually there but we all go out we're hunting brian Mm -hmm. no one catches him he kills all of us right then he captures dave right (laughs) and then he's like he gets me i forgot about this yeah he he gets us all he gets us all right he puts dave down on his knees makes him puts his hand Mm. behind his head and with a paintball gun, point blank shoots him and executes him. Yeah, right? yeah. like, dude, like two feet away, two feet yeah, away yeah, with a yeah. paint, like, dude, a Tame oh. Custom ninety eight. He's just yeah. smoking this guy. Like, he probably shot, and Dave is just like, "Fuck, fuck you, Brian, fuck." Like, he was so mad, and we we're just like, "Oh no, oh no." So, uh, but in your mind, we're also like, "God, thank God it's not me." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know like, oh bro but dude that was like i remember seeing that just being like oh shit and john being like god damn it like there's nothing we can do you know Dave's, uh Dave's revenge was brian was in a halo where his you know he had the thing around his head and he couldn't move his neck yeah <clears throat> and yeah he had Dave, had back injuries right yeah. yeah i think he had a neck or back injury so he couldn't you know what i mean he was stuck like this right yeah he didn't stop david Oh yeah, it was like slapping him in the body, like pinching him and shit. And he's getting all mad. He's like, "When I get out of this, I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I was like, "Are you gonna go, like be nice to him because he's in Halo?" He's like, "No, this is the only time he's ever gonna. I'm ever gonna be able to beat him up." Smart. I make, to- makes a good point. I mean, smart. Yeah, dude, so smart. Yeah, I dude, I remember one time we were like fighting over there, right? Like we're not fighting, like because john had had a wrestling mat in his attic at first and then he put it out in his garage and the reason he put it out in his garage is because we were putting holes in the wall in the attic and i remember the first one we put there his brother was like we're all fucked we all need to take care of this right Mm -hmm. and i think like you know he ended up getting like plaster of paris and stuff but he was like the older guy that was like pretty cool which we're gonna like 
he i think he like he was an older guy that was like tough on us but like as we grew up he's like all right you guys are cool like we're all neighborhood guys kind of thing like down the road you know and we'll find out more about that so let's keep it moving so we're all growing up together alan and me would like you know we kind of come through the same thing so alan played football as a young kid baseball wrestling basketball all that kind of stuff baseball became his main jam but he was good dude you're a good football player everything like that you know like you had some good teams but what so as far as like football goes what do you remember did you like it was it fun how'd you like football oh, i wish i was still playing man oh, i mean man. don't don't you wish you were still playing defense I, getting getting to smack somebody real good like dude yeah is there i i've said it on the show before and i fucking totally mean it it is the best football is the best right do we all agree football's okay. awesome it, yeah. there's nothing it's not practical at this age no, like it's not even competition like other 36 year olds who don't like train at all like I, it would nothing would make me happier <laughs> oh bro it would be I'm, a beautiful thing oh yeah dude it'd be, it'd be like awesome. a smokers league <laughs> dude i would love yeah like if you could play I mean, yeah, tackle would be nice, dude. I, I don't know. Even if we just played, like, in a receivers league, like, white white guys only receivers yeah, like, league. Yeah, you got to, like, because I played flag. Not just so, like, we flag. don't get dominated by some, you know, some 17-year-old kid that's just playing, you know, just finished now. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's what hurts, you know, like, getting burned by 19-year-olds. You know, like, dog, I used to be able to. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, some people take it real serious. and Other people are there to have fun. But it always, like, especially football brings up the, the tough guy and everybody so every yeah. flag fight turns into like somebody getting like real rough on like defense you're like what, what, what? i gotta go to work tomorrow buddy yeah. like yeah buddy like I, my insurance isn't gonna cover a torn acl from a douche you know what i mean right you only but, to play the ball in the air like leave me alone yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm with you dude i see dude there's some guys like that would play in the flag leagues that are getting like they would get. I remember this one one guy told me a story about a guy getting like eighteen stitches on a forehead from taking a knee on a kickoff return. And I'm like, in a flag? And they're like, yeah, flag gets flag gets nuts. And I'm like, damn, because apparently, I guess you can still block in flag, right? So like, yeah, if, some, it gets real. Yeah, if it's like an all male, like if you get a co-ed league, obviously it gets a little softer. Nicer. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I mean, dude, football is the best, right? Like nothing like, like that, there is like a thing too, when you're on a football team, like there's no being a pansy, no, like, 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 cause when you're on a soccer team, right? Like you can pretend you're hurt, right? You know what I mean? And like all that stuff. And they're like, oh, it's okay. There's no doing that in football. Right. And it's only like, if you don't play hard, people are just like, dude, you're a freaking noodle. You know what I mean? Like you got to show up, you got to play hard, but then also like, Dude, like rallying with the team and like fucking getting ready to go like it, oh it's the best right when you can get hype and and go out there yeah some of the uh, yeah good no you go some of the yeah some of the best times are on the bus you know before uh, a game getting all fired up yeah after after a win is always like some of the most fun you've ever had on a bus yeah and i'm like pads are just such a like if i could put on shoulder pads and helmet again it'd be <laughs> so much fun yeah you feel invincible in them <laughs> Bach, if you put on shoulder pads and a helmet right now, what's the first thing you're running into? Um, probably like one of the pillars in my basement here. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you tear this house. Put the shoulder right into it. 
Oh yeah, dude. What was the guy's name on Brayman? Right, he used to tackle fire hydrants as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kid on the he was uh, the guy on the birds. He was like a kick a special teams guy, and he was like he you know he loved uh, tackling fire hydrants or something as a kid. He's a nut. Bless him. Yeah, yeah. That's so why he was in the NFL, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, real nice. So all right, so let's keep it moving. So then. You did like wrestling for a little bit when we were younger. Shout out North Penn Panthers, best re- youth wrestling organization going. And then uh, after, like, you did wrestling for like three years and then kind of got out of it. And really, you did some basketball too, but you really focused on baseball. Baseball was your jam, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And what, what, so what was like the appeal? What did you like? Because you still play now, right? Yeah. No, yeah, I still play now. Yeah. So like, I don't know. My dad always played like my grandfather played. Yeah. They're like, my dad was pretty good in high school and all that stuff. So yeah. like, he kind of like bribed me to play it really. But yeah, you know, I just ended up really just like taking to it. And like the friends that I met along the way, like a couple of my friends still play with me today. So yeah, I mean, I've always just enjoyed it. Like, yeah, it's fun. Plus two. Pastime. Oh, dude. Plus yeah. two. Dude, remember, you- go, go ahead, Justin. Sorry. Oh yeah. What do you play now? Are you in uh the softball? Are you still playing like no, no. We're playing hardball. Like we we were in uh, senior Connie Mac, which is like ages like nineteen to like basically like forty five or something. Oh, that's but awesome. uh, I think this year we're getting into a league that's like still in like this area, and I think it's like um I think you're supposed to be like over thirty or whatever, but like you just play like one game on like Sunday, and it's like nine innings oh. instead of playing like twice a week, like. It's it's hard with kids playing like twice yeah. a week, like on Wednesday and Sunday, like like night and stuff. Like, oh yeah. I mean, there's seven inning games, but still, it's like you're not it's, getting home till like yeah. eleven thirty and like twelve, and you, it's is just there, it's tough with kids. Is there any rules to like like you know like is dude the one of the worst things about playing baseball as a kid is if you're on a shitty team, right? Because if you're on a shitty team and you're playing a game where it's like the third inning and you're down 22 to two, right? Like the worst. Is there any rules of like, all right, if they score 10 runs in this inning, just switch the other teams up or something? Yeah, like- uh, it's it's more like, it's usually like a 10 run mercy rule, but I think there's a 15 if it's like the fourth inning or something and you're up 15 runs, like that's like it. Oh, wow. So it'll just be like- But right, I'm not we- sure. I mean, I, th- I it's probably 10 runs for this leg. I don't know if it's 15, but- Nice. Yeah, like- Plus, you... we've been we've been ten run before a lot. So yeah. in previous years, like I mean, yeah. I've been playing in this league since I was like nineteen, dude. So yeah, didn't we're like guys, the old heads now. Didn't you guys win a state championship in that league not too long ago? No, um, we were in the playoffs and stuff. One, a couple guys on our team won when they were on another team that was in that league. Okay, but yeah, now nah, we have, we haven't won one. Yeah, apparently. I now... mean, I did for football. Like when I was at Cannoneers, we won. Yeah, same. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went like all the way out to like I don't know, like Penn State and had to play and stuff. So it was oh. yeah, it was pretty awesome. Nice, dude. I remember it. Yeah, dude. I remember that. You guys were on a killer yeah. team. You were yeah, awesome. like we were like one went away from going to like Disney Disney World or something like that, like to play for like a yeah. national thing. So yeah, you made it to like the Eastern Regional Final, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, dude, I just remember like we were playing this team from Maryland and they were like all like black kids. Yeah. And like it was muddy as hell, like raining, and these kids were just cutting on a dime. Like, yeah, there was like no stopping them. I dude. remember trying to tackle this one kid, taking his angle, dude, and he just went like, 
and I just like slid in the mud and he just like ran right past me. I was like, this sucks. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you this. When we, I played on the 140 pound team in eighth grade and we won the state championship that year. And then we had to make it to, I think we were in like the sem, I think we were in the semifinals of the Eastern regional. Like, so if we would have won that and one more game, we'd go to Disney. But so we're, we play this team. They're from Jersey, right? So they have this thing and it's weighted football. So 140 pounds is what you could weigh, right? So you could weighted football, but if you were, they had this thing called like an older lighter, right? So there was an age limit, right? You it's supposed to be like 140 pounds between like, I think it's like 12 and 14, right? But if you were 15 and you weighed under like 115 or, or like if you were 15 years old and weighed under 120 pounds, you could be on the team because you're like an older kid, but you're light enough to play. Right. So we had it was like three older lighters on our team. Right. One of them was like my brother, Tom, this other guy, Nate Decola, Right. You know, Nate. And I forget there was like and there was like one other kid, too, that they were all older lighters on our team. Right. We played against the team from Jersey, right? They had 15 or 14 older lighters on their team. So they had all these kids that are like 15 years old. You know what I mean? Playing against like, we were all like, like, that's a big age gap from 13 to 15. And like, you or you could even be 16 and playing, right? As long as you're an older, I think 16 was the age limit. But like, they were all these older lighters and that was basically their whole team. So they were all older than us, faster and stronger. And we got the shit kicked out of us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, well, what is this? You know, like if we could all, it was what, like they should be in a, another league with an old, like an older, you know, whatever. But it is what it is. What are you going to do? At least we won a state championship. That was always nice. But yeah, that could they could cheat you with that stuff. You know what I mean? We get screwed. But yeah, so either way, let's keep it on going. So you're playing baseball, doing the damn thing. You would play baseball in high school too, right? So, yeah. and I remember we would go to your games all the time and stuff. The now the high school we went to back then, baseball they had some good guys, but now the baseball there apparently is like lights out, right? Yeah, like my old legion coach is like the head coach there now. Like I oh. think he. He actually came and was like a pitching coach, like my senior year. Okay. But like my senior year was like we were historically bad for like North Penn baseball, and it was weird because we had all really good kids on the team. Like, yeah, kids, kids that, that played like, like D one, kids that played right? varsity when they were in like you know tenth grade or ninth grade getting called up. So like, yeah, yeah, it was just a weird season, man. But yeah. like the year before, like we were in playoffs, all kinds of stuff. I don't, I think we made the playoffs maybe that year, but we were like not good. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. kind of a bummer, but what are you yeah. going to do? What are you going to do? It is what it is. When you get like, it, it, I'll tell you, man, that is tough. Like when you're on like a good team, then you're on like an okay team and you don't live up to the stand. Eh, it is what it is. You can't. Well, you're like lose by like one run or something, like some fluke play or uh, something would happen. And then like yeah. we would end up losing a game or like a bad call or something like yeah. something like that. So like we weren't like getting blown out by people, but like. You know, we were right there. We would just lose by like a run or two, and it was just what it was. So I want to bring up this because this was brought up on uh, a previous episode we had with Eric Zeblum, right? And Alan, I want you to give light to the story because it's something we talked about. So we had talked about the baseball in Hatfield at Penfield, right? Remember this, J-Dub? Eric yeah. was Eric was talking about how like, he went from playing baseball in Hatfield and like, you know, like the Penfield organization to playing at Penbrook and Penbrook was like a joke. 
right? It was like a joke team that no one cared about. And they had gotten to talking about how in like, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth grade, the Penfield boys baseball team was lights out. They were killing everybody. They were beating them. And then I told a story about how like these guys hadn't lost in like years. Then they came to Penfield or Pendale, which was our school. And you were mm-hmm. on that team and you beat the team that hadn't lost in like three years. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan Jaycox was uh, in the same grade as us. And he was a good player, like all through high school and everything too. But yeah, he pitched like on a ninth grade team. And I remember, I remember hitting a ball off of his shin, right? In, like, the second inning or something, and I, like, got the first, right? And that started, like, the whole rally, dude. Yeah. And then we we ended up beating them, like, pretty decent, I think, like, maybe by a couple runs. And they – I don't think they lost a game in, like, a year or two. Like, it was – it was an insane streak. Yeah. Like, they had really good kids that, like, ended up playing at, like, our varsity team, like – straight from they would play like d1 in college yeah Yeah. oh yeah dude yeah like they were they were legit like a powerhouse yeah and we like stole it from them which was it was incredible yeah i remember uh there was a guy on uh, his name's uh drew patel shout out fan of the show listen yeah yeah, yeah, drew's a good dude and um he he had worn a shirt to school the next day that said like baseball glove 20 he had, with marker like wrote this on the shirt so like baseball glove 20 bucks baseball bat 100 bucks baseball cleats you know spikes like 80 bucks seeing dan j crocs cry priceless yeah i remember <laughs> that that was awesome <laughs> i was like the shit talking between middle schools what are you gonna yeah. do but yeah, yeah hey was, man it was all dude it was I, competition I, you know Dude, I had said I had said that exact story on like I think it was, it was last week or two weeks ago. It was an episode, and I had said like you know, and I think Cabot was there, and he's like, "Well, not if Jay Cox was pitching." I was like, "I think he was." I don't yeah, know. he was. He yeah. definitely was, well, dude. Turns out, <laughs> so yep, score one for Lansdale, land of the free, home of the brave. So nice. So let's keep it moving. Then uh, we were on the wrestling team together. We'll talk, we've talked about wrestling a bunch on the show, but I feel like as far as like, we were pretty, pretty tight knit group on that team as well. Oh, yeah. When you say, well, I was friends with like everybody too, before that. Yeah. And then I remember yeah. junior year, like we were just to be like playing in your basement, like messing around. Like you're like, yo, you want to wrestle? And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll wrestle senior year. And so you were kind of training me. Yeah. Anyway, like halfway through the winter and stuff. So yeah, we. I mean, yeah. I did all right. I lost both varsity matches, but like I had to wrestle a kid from Blair, and yeah. I, he was like ranked like number nine in the nation. And I like wrestled in high school for like a year. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I just got like put in a headlock and destroyed. Dude, I had. Uh, but I so, won a lot of JV matches. So dude, you were I was, really like, good. Pretty man. decent. Yeah. yeah, you crushed it, dude. We uh. I dude, I remember. Um, so what you're saying is, at, at, in the basement of my house, we had a uh, wrestling mat and padded walls, and we would do that because we had to like train all. T- it was year round, right? So we did it for like training year round, and like we would box down there and stuff too. But it was just like kind of like my dad had built like before he left, he had built like a dungeon for us to like just do our training and drilling and stuff. Because for wrestling, you need to drill all the time, and like it was just you know for loot cutting weight and stuff. It was just like our place. So Alan would come over and we go down there and like, we would do drilling and, and like all that kind of stuff together. And like, cause I just needed someone to drill with. And eventually I was like, dude, you're getting it down. Like, why don't we just, I remember, I remember, I think you like, 
didn't you tear out Walt's rotator cuff when you did a lateral drop on him? One yeah, time? it was something like that. But I think he landed on some weights or something. But because well, because the weights are like right next to like your mat, yeah, you know, yeah. like just yeah. where it was. Yeah, there was dumbbells like right there. But so and then what? So here's an interesting story. So you're talking about there's this school called Blair Academy, right? And Blair Academy is how it's been the home to like Olympians and Olympic champions and national champions and like just some of the best wrestlers going it's one of the best wrestling schools in the world it's an and it's an incredible place where people go like like if you're recruited there to wrestle you're fucking incredible right so where's the, where's the, sorry it's in it's in uh new jersey blairstown new jersey i believe it's called blair academy okay. yeah and they recruit nationally but we yeah. were so we were for uh 10th 11th 12th grade we were a nationally ranked team Right. So when you're a nationally ranked team, they like you have like the one of the guys we had on the team, Zach Freiling, family show, listener show. He was the number two ranked guy in the nation at his weight class. Right. So a lot of the times they would try to pair him against the number one guy. So like we would see him at tournaments. Right. And then we'd see him in dual meets as well. So when they would come to the dual meets. Right. They would be like, all right, you guys, you're wrestling him because it's one and two in the nation are going at each other. Right. So this team, Blair Academy, was really good. So they were sponsored. They were sponsored by like Asics and Adidas. And like they had like the best uniforms, the, the freshest shoes, the freshest gear. Right. Like they had stuff that wasn't even out yet for people to buy. Right. One of the things they had, it was a headgear. Right. So a headgear is kind of like a headset. It covers your ears to prevent cauliflower ear. They make you wear it at the amateur level. So either way, I I just got I was wrestling at the Beast of the East, and I just got I just got knocked out of the tournament in my second loss. Right, it was a two loss elimination. I just got knocked out of the tournament, and I was like, God damn it! So I was pissed, and I'm like standing by the bleachers, and I saw like this kid from Blair's headgear there. So I took my stuff. And my sweat, like my, like my sweatshirt and, or like my uh, warm up jacket and stuff. I threw it on top of the headgear, picked it all up with the headgear in it and walked away and stole it. Right. Yeah. Three weeks later. Right. Three weeks later, I would be wrestling the kid whose headgear I stole. Are you right? wearing it? Oh, I'm wearing it. Right. Because and I'm like. Oh. So, so because and he knew it was his because they didn't make them anywhere else like they were yeah. the only ones that had them right and they were there. Probably, yeah i was gonna say was it their colors and, and it, shit though? exactly it was their team colors yeah. right which were the same as ours so it matched well somewhat okay. similar to ours but yeah. it was the same team colors and everything like that and i remember like we're going to wrestle and I, we get in like a tie up and this kid, I think his name was Maciog. I think it was Alex Maciog, but he was also ranked. He, I think he was like number three in the nation or something like that. It is weight class. Right. Yeah. So I go out and we lock up. And the first thing I say, I was like, how do you like my headgear? <laughs> it was just like, you know, like just angry. And I was like, yeah, hey, what are you going to do? You know? And I ended up losing that match, but I just remember. <laughs> Looking like I remember dying laughing when we were like, because in the middle you have to choose like up and down. I just remember just fucking losing it, and everyone's just like, "What is wrong with this kid?" And I was like, "I'll tell you after the match." So <laughs> either way, but yeah, so nice. So let's keep it moving. So yeah, we did some wrestling, but what at our school there was things you could do, and Cabot did this, and like a bunch of other kids is you could go, you could go, you do your regular courses at school. But then also you had the option to go to tech school where they could teach you a trade, right? 
So Al, you would do the regular classes at school, but then in ninth grade, you started the tech school. Is that right? Yeah. So they would like bus us over from like um, Pendale, Pembroke, like, you know, the middle schools and stuff. Yeah. And uh, same with like other districts because it was, it's like North Monco. So it's like North Montgomery County. Yeah. So like Mathacton kids would go there, Southerton kids, all that stuff. Yeah. How did you like it? It was great, man. Like, um, in ninth grade, they give you like kind of like a cluster to do. So if you want to do construction, like you'll do carpentry for two weeks or like masonry for two weeks, like, you know, all that stuff. So like you kind of narrow down what you want to do for like the first like semester, I guess. And then like, once you pick, like you're in like that, you know, occupation. So nice. Yeah. So they let you like, so they let you kind of like test everything out and do the stuff. Dude, I loved like going to like wood shop and like working with tools and all that. I always thought that was a blast, right? Like I loved like going to those classes, but you, so you got to go to the tech school and I remember, dude, it was like, you caught onto it pretty good. And did you pick electrician right away or how did it go? Yeah. I mean, I kind of narrowed that down because I, my teacher was saying like, you can make like a good wage, like doing this. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, you know, yeah. so I was like, yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah. And plus I was interested money. in it because when we were playing baseball one night, remember playing at Memorial field and they used to have like the old football lights. Oh yeah. They would have like the disconnect on the side. So like, I remember I was going to turn out the lights and I like had my shoe, like I, I changed out my spikes or whatever. So I was going over and I remember shake was going to like dead center field to turn the lights off. Yeah. And I remember like, I forget, I think there was like, it wasn't like grounded properly or something and it didn't have rubber on the handle. So like I had my hand on a fence and when I pulled the disconnect, like put my hand on it to pull it, I got like lit up. And I remember shake saying something like, dude, I thought you were playing around, but you're like going like this, like shaking around. So like, yeah. So I finally like pulled myself off of it and I must've sprinted from like (laughs) left center to like second base in like two seconds. And I remember Mr. Deary was there and he was an electrician. So he kind of went out and like, you know, took a meter and saw what was going on with it. Oh, but yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And I was like, dude, if I was wearing my metal spikes, I'd probably be done. Yeah. Because, like, I had wow. metal cleats back then. Like, yeah. So wow. I was always kind of interested, like, why that happened to me. So, like, that yeah. was another reason I kind of, like, picked electricity, you know what I mean? Being an electrician. But well, look yeah, it was crazy. There he is. Tomas. So for all did you, you guys, uh, for all did you, you start throwing the ball faster? You after know, that? yeah, I wore PF flyers too. <laughs> yeah. Rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah Henry Rowan Gardner. So <laughs> for all those listening, we've just been joined by Tom Lavelle. Uh, Tom asked specifically to come on to this show, Al, because he knows how good of a guy you are and how much he likes you and how he's always thought he is, uh, you know, a good dude. So he's happy to jump on and more like a brother than a friend. Alan. I would, I would agree. Al was one of those that was, you know, our house, we had like a, it was like a hotel at our place. And <laughs> Al was, he, he had a permanent room, we'll say, at the, at the hotel, uh, Hotel Lavelle. What are you going to do? Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. So nice. So, so you were, you almost get zapped. Did you later yeah. in, later in life, would you, would there be times that you would get zapped on, on the thing or what? Yeah, I mean, every once in a while, like, when I was non-union, too, like, we didn't have a lot of safety stuff, and, you know, they would just be like, oh, hey, you know, put this in, or whatever, like, (laughs) so it's like, I remember putting in, like, a dry receptacle, man, I was, like, went across, like, my chest, it was like, boom, and I was like, what the hell, like, 
because I guess somebody had like turned a breaker on or something like in the one of the closets. Like, so there wasn't a lot of like safety stuff going Whoa. on. So I, I, I haven't been hit in a long time. So did you ever shit, see someone get seriously fucked up? No, but we we had a couple incidents where people got really like like somebody got killed like in our local for and yeah, shit. and it was like just like somebody told him like something was dead and like i guess like they couldn't check it or something somehow because oh. i think it was like a high voltage line and then oh. like yeah it was it was oh. sad because i was like i knew the guy like i was like kind of friends with him and stuff so oh my god it was just a shame dude what the fuck dude like how strong does the like i mean like what kind like if i were to touch a telephone wire like outside would that kill me like how no that's like real low voltage that's like under 50 volts and stuff okay. like that you, would I mean, just you like wouldn't even really you wouldn't even really feel anything honestly how uh, it's like, like the current it's like the current that like is what kills you basically like that's yeah. what cooks you from the inside out oh, so, oh shit. yeah yeah, so that's, that's a why, bad like, way to die. That's why if you get like electrical burns and stuff, they got to skin graft you all the time because like your skin's healing from the inside out. So they got to like scrub all the dead skin off like every day and like put like, yeah, stuff yeah. on there. Like it's wow. like really painful. Wait, say that again. So what happens? It like, it kind of cooks you from the inside out, like a microwave almost. Oh, so like, so like if, yeah, yeah. So like, if you get like burns from like electrical stuff, like it's like dead tissue under like your skin and shit, and it has to work its way out. Like your skin's got to heal. Like all the little layers of skin have to heal underneath before like it starts healing the outside. So, oh wow! Yeah, it's like it's like not good. Oh. What would you say is the worst way to die, Bach? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be up there. But I mean, yeah. I guess I guess it can be pretty instant too. If yeah. it's like high current, high voltage stuff, what, like where, where like I don't we... think the linemen, like the guys that do the poles, I don't okay. think they wear a lot of safety stuff, dude. Because I think if you make a mistake, you're like you're you're that, done. That's what I'm like, saying. Like toast. if you if I if a telephone pole, right? Is that what you mean? Like yeah, but like you're talking about like the lower cables, all like the low voltage, like phone lines and stuff. But okay. like you know the high stuffs, like yeah. not, not insulated. So yeah, like I mean, if I were yeah, to you get... if you were to touch that, are you just like zapped like see you well was, i mean you could really be on it if you're at the same potential as that but once you touch like something else that's like grounded yeah it's going right through you because it's taking the path of least resistance so oh. yeah Woof. dude what about dude, what about the huge like the huge telephone ones like they're massive you know what i yeah, mean like, like the big like the big, really big lines yeah, like the transmission big lines ones. Yeah. yeah oh yeah dude you're, i'm sure you're cooked like if you, well, that, if you like, screw up on that dude you're done like would it turn you to like ash does it vaporize uh, probably you? dude yeah probably what? i don't know if it vaporizes you but like you're probably charred and unrecognizable i would say wow yeah, like, like, like yeah. skin melts off like yeah like you're in serious trouble if you touch something like that wow. what about i've I work at a bar and there's a ton of uh, electricians that come in the bar. Right. And like a lot of union guys from mm -hmm. various unions. So okay. they're all like these, like, you know, kind of like you, like the blue collar, like, you know, not as handsome as you, but yeah, of course. I'm waiting to see, are there any hot electricians? Like good looking chicks and the they've electricians had union? good looking chicks come in like as an apprentices and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't. I, never I mean, I don't one. really. I'll, well, hey, man, they're few and far between. But yeah, yeah, and it's not a lot I of mean, hot chicks in the electricians' union. No. Well, like there's a the there's a lot of stuff we do with like heavy it. heavy pipe 
I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. yeah, yeah. You think yeah, that, you get your head chicks would be down for a heavy <laughs> pipe? Uh, but it's your, like, but are you really expect some like, um, you know, 112 pound girl to lift like something that weighs 90 pounds and like yeah. screw it in like yeah. with a wrench? Like, it's not it's easy labor. work to it's, do. It's, it's labor intensive. Physically, yeah. It's physical. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. it kind of. But yeah. do you climb the towers? No, I don't do any of that stuff. That's like the lineman local. Uh, so yeah. they do they do a lot of that with bucket trucks and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nice. more like inside wiremen, like lights, receptacles, like motor control kind of stuff. That's good. Nice. Yeah, you will yeah. die inside, not outside. I mean, no, you're di- <laughs> you'll die inside. Like you'll die in your house <laughs> if you like mess up. Yeah. Inside. Dude, I remember. Yeah, well, at least you're not in the cold. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. too one time like we went to Wegmans and you had put in like you were showing me all this stuff. Like you pointed up at the ceiling, like you had done all that inside oh, yeah. the Wegmans. Right. Yeah. Like that's pretty. I mean, Wegmans fan of the show, listen to the show, but great lighting at Wegmans. The oh, best lighting yeah. I've ever oh, yeah. seen. The, at Wegmans. the best. But yeah, dude, that's like pretty impressive. Like that you like, like if I were to look up at this, if any of us besides Alan were to look up at the ceiling of the Wegmans, we're looking and it's like fucking Chinese up there. We don't know what we're looking at, right? Yeah, you wouldn't even know. You're just like, oh, it's a ceiling. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you're looking up there and you're seeing like everything that like you could like see how it was put together. To me, that's like fascinating that you're able to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Tom, Tom, I'm surprised you haven't said hi to Justin yet since, you know, he was your best friend on the last show you guys were on. My boy J-Dub. Same what's Hello. up, J-Dub. Dude, is electricity not like voodoo to you? I have no idea. No. I would say this conversation right now is electric. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's like one of those things. If I went back in history and they're like, all right, so like, how's electricity work? I'd be like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know how to do you, anything. You tell me. You're yeah. like, you put this wire to this wire and you got it. I'll tell you what, I did some uh, work in my basement. Like, I put in the lighting in the basement. I think I was showing you, Matt. Once you kind of get the heck, just the lighting. I'm not messing with any boxes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I turn it off. I can run the wire. I put the black and the white in, and I put the ground in, and I'm, you know, wow. and I move on to the next thing. It, sure. it was, it wasn't that bad. Plumbing is a bitch. Plumbing fucking sucks, dude. I hate plumbing. <laughs> yeah, plumbers, from that. plumbers dude, oh my god, the who, shit they're doing. I'm like, this is yeah. awful. Who runs the job site, Bach? Like, I hear it like when we whenever we have someone who's like a in construction or whatever, they'll be like, Oh, the carpenters run the site. You can't do it at the carpenters. And then the plumbers are like, no, the plumbers, they run the site. And then the masons are like, We mason the site. Where the can I jump runners. in real quick? Yeah. real quick with this yeah like i said several unions come in right to the bar i got carpenters sure. i got laborers i got electricians sure. whatever right the glass union. they uh i would say they think the electricians think they're better than everyone else <laughs> it's well, like the best i think it's the best paying job i think it's like the you know the if the one you want to get in if you're going to get into one so yeah. i would say there's jealousy amongst the other unions towards the electricians union Bach, have you, you ever could, felt that i have many yes. times i knew you did many times yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. i'd say I, it's i'd say it's like us and the fitters are like kind of neck and neck with like you the know fitters yeah, yeah, yeah. steam steam fitters 
steam fitters yeah they do like a lot of cast iron pipe for like um fire alarm kind of stuff like valves yeah all kinds of stuff like that so they're like plumbing's cousin then right you know yeah i mean they're like you know great plumbers i guess you could say (laughs) Like better than just like the regular guys that yeah. are like in their solder. They're like stuff. Mario and Luigi. Yes. Right. Right. Sure. Exactly. Sure. That <laughs> level. That <laughs> level. Oh yeah. Yeah. What uh that I uh I remember I had a teacher that told me like if you were to ever join the military, he's like fuck what they tell you about macho bullshit. He's like if you're gonna join the military, join the air force. They sleep in air conditioning and heat. You get hot meals. It's clean, right? He's like, all the other ones, it's filthy, dirty, and you're starving and tired and all that bullshit. The Air Force treats you right. So it's kind of like the electricians are, you know, like they get yeah. taken care They're like the, you know, they're the, the VIPs of the construction construction game. You guys, you guys got into any of your uh, your war stories? You and uh, you and Bach? <laughs> Not yet. Not Jada, really. Jada, these morons used to play war in the backyard every day. They oh were playing God. war, and they had. It was the let's best. See, you... Let's see. Uh, do you guys remember the uh, the Warriors code? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What's the yeah. Warriors code, Matt? Uh, I don't know. Do you know, Bach? I forget. Ah, uh, yeah, the... I don't know what it is. In the yeah. Warriors Code, there's no surrender, J-Dub. <laughs> when your body says stop, your spirit cries, never. Yeah, you right. that? copyrighted that, FI. Yeah. Well, yeah. When we were playing uh, War, what, what were we using for guns? Were, were we sticks or Nerf? or what, what obviously, obviously, you got to have sticks when, yeah. when you print it. But when you... When you start going up in the ranks, you, you know it depends what period involved. we were in, yeah. right? Yeah. They were generals. They were they if they if if there's pretend war backyard games, you're looking at Patton and uh, and Eisenhower. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're the they're the creme de la creme. Look, I was a young Ulysses war. S. Grant. All right, I love the good stick war, but. Oh. Uh, my father uh, leaves and goes to Souderton. I don't have any friends. The kid two houses down, his uncle was one of the heads of an HK, Heckler & Koch, the one, one of the best gun manufacturers, and would send him these plastic, sometimes rubber, um, like shell guns. They didn't fire oh. or anything, but they looked exactly like the HK, so the bad. MP5. So we played war at that at that kid's house with like real fake guns just oh. running out the field, and it was. I mean, you had to make your own noises, but it was sure. like the incredible. Best. You take him out of the real case, you know. Oh, the best! Fucking awesome. That's crazy, man. Like Dude, thinking about that now, it's like cop yeah. rolls by. He sees this kid with like you know like yeah. a sun machine gun like running around, like and it looks real. Like what is going on here? Like, yeah. You yeah. better be white. So we weren't, when we were real young at our house, like we had talked about how my dad was strict earlier. He didn't let us have guns when we were young. Right. And then, we, but we were eventually, we were allowed. He was like, all right, who cares? You know, eventually he stopped caring about the guns, but Alan had, Alan had a pretty sweet set. You know, he had a couple good nerfers, but yeah. It was sticks, but then also, like, it was also period based when we would play war because there's sometimes we were in medieval times, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's sometimes we're freaking in, you know, the Civil War. And we got to charge yeah. with some bayonets, yeah. right? I would say yeah. you guys jumped from medieval to civil to um, world Vietnam. War 
or World War II. Like yeah, you well, guys were like we those... would storm the beach. We would we storm were storming the beach. beach. Yeah, we got to storm the That's beach. Right. We got to storm the beach. You know, I look out the backyard, like I look out the window, and I'm like, "What are these idiots doing back there?" <laughs> and then I think they were complaining, like. I shot him, but he didn't. He didn't move. <laughs> no, there'd be First times. Of all, you have invisible bullets. You have invisible bullets. Be, you don't even there, have anything shooting out of this stuff. There'd be times, but like, say, if Alan got shot in the leg, I'd have to carry Alan yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. put him on my arm, and I have to take him back. I can't well, leave a man behind, dude. I think even when we died, we would like go back for like the body. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, man, he's coming We're, back. I'm dragging. Me. I'm dragging. Yeah. Him. yeah, no man left behind. That's yeah. the warrior's code. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we would do, but we would eventually like we would tie that into when we would play paintball too, because we would have like say it's like there's a lot of times we would have one gun right when we we're playing paintball, so we would play a game we called Normandy where there was like we had like a creek near our house in like the woods and there was like an area that was kind of like like one person would stand on one side of the creek and they'd be in like a nest pretending they had a machine gun which would be the (laughs) the uh the paintball gun and then one person would be on the other side and they'd have to run from one tree like across like through the creek to the other tree (laughs) while the other person's shooting at them (laughs) and let me tell you it was fun I mean, <laughs> I remember we brought. You remember Botus? Uh, Botus, yeah, yeah. Remember Botus? Shout out Botus, fan of the show, listen to the show. But I remember one time we were playing, and I thought I'd emptied the the hopper, right? I thought I'd emptied all the paintballs, and I had one left in the chamber, right? And I went up to Botus, and I put the gun right on his like jacket, right, like right on him, and I fucking shot it. And I thought it was a dry fire, right? I thought mm-hmm. I was just gonna like shoot air. And I shot it, and there was one in there, and he was just like, oh, oh. Like, he was, like, really hurt. I was like, you fucking pussy. I just dry-fired you, you know? Like, nothing came out. And then, like, the next day, he showed us. His shit was, like, really yeah. fucked up. Oh, yeah. I, like, really messed him up. And I was like, oh, damn. Sorry, Otis. Yeah, you know, like, like a welt there, and it was all, like, black and blue. And, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. J-Dub, are, you, uh, are you thinking of when we would you play? Evolutionary War? Yes. I think yes. you were there, but that's one of the yes. dumbest games I've ever played in my life. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. That, guy, that game was awesome. So, it was it was fun, but it was yeah. So tell fun. me how scared that oh, was when you just had oh, to hold your was, hand over your nuts oh, it was and like worst. and like put your head down so you oh, didn't get hit. Wait, wait, what's the game? And they're like listen by it. Like this is how it would go, right? It would be it would be even numbers on each side, right? So say if it's yeah. like it would be like me and Bach and Justin versus like John, Dave, and and Dildo, right? And mm-hmm. so we're we're there. You'd have to stand three of us in a straight line, right? You get one shot at a time and you have to reload it in between shots. Like you're in the Revolutionary War and you have a musket that's a one shot musket, right? And you have to start walking towards each other at like a slow marching pace. And no, we would person- do it like we would do a round of fire. You would fire once and then everyone yeah. would take a step forward. Take and then step, you would yeah. fire once and then everyone would but take would, a step forward. But it would rotate, that. right? It would be like one side shoots first, then the other one's like walks. And like, then they can reload and the other side shoots. And if you get shot in the leg, you got to loot, like you got to hop on one leg, you get shot in the arm. You only got one arm. Right. So you like, by the time we get, dude, like we'd start maybe like 40 yards away. By the time we're done, we're like 10 feet from each other. Oh yeah, dude. Like like, close. You'd be on your knees because you're like, like you had to put your hand over your dick and like, hope it doesn't hit 
yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a bad spot. <laughs> I got me and Bach had the genius idea one time because I watched the movie The Patriot, right? And I just screamed. I was like, "Buy twos!" And he just got down on one knee in front of me, and we just. <laughs> it didn't matter because it like dude when you see one bullet just miss your target you're just like oh and you know like it's their turn next yep. bro bro it gets pretty spicy it's not a good feeling no it's a bad feeling oh it's the worst the worst but that dude i'd play i'd play revolutionary war again that was pretty yeah, that was we should fun. do it we should that do was it great set it up with friends of the show revolutionary you know uh, what Maybe that honestly, I was thinking of like a challenge video to shoot. We that should do that. Well. Would yeah, you guys do that, that? Right, but everyone dresses up like you know, have the bandages and all this oh. shit. Like someone playing the somebody's drums. got a drum and then somebody's got a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When's the next? When's like the anniversary of the Battle of Valley Forge or or something? Matt, that like wasn't that. a battle, buddy. You better go back to school. Right. When they walk, they just went. They, that was it, an it just happened. But right. it just happened, I think. I think it was like a couple, uh, like a maybe less than a month ago. Yeah. yeah. But you could do it. I mean, you know. We could do whatever, right? Fourth of July, whatever. Yeah, we could ever. That's not a, yeah. yeah you know what? That yeah. made me think of the paintball. Remember when we used to come back from school and we would hang out for a little bit and we were like watching TV, kind of like smoking a little bit. And you'd be like, yo, man, it's almost time. I'm like, time for what? You're like, oh, the LC cross country team's going to run by the house. So we would go up oh on the roof God, and just start right. lighting them up. Like, run, motherfuckers. <laughs> you idiots did that. I forgot about that. Yo, we you guys got, got in trouble for that. Well, we got in trouble because we were shooting school buses. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that from the backyard, you morons. We were on right the on the roof of Middle School. But like we were on the roof thinking no one would see us. But then like when a cop came by, we're like, oh shit, where can we run? Yeah. We're on the fucking roof, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's got a lot of action up on that roof. That's oh, right. God, rooftop fun. Maddie. Oh man, that roof has seen seen some times. But uh, <laughs> dude, no, that was <laughs> yeah. When we would yeah, there was a. I felt bad. There was some yeah. We 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 shot some people that yeah. weren't expecting it. There would just be random people too that we would shoot, and then like fucking casualty like, of war casualty of dude war. but like it was like like i remember like almost exploding with laughter <laughs> we shot someone <laughs> dude, and they'd sick. be like god damn it what the fuck? Yo, the best part was they came back like the next oh like, they would run the same route so we yes. would just go yeah. up there again and yeah. start lighting them up yeah it was what we used to do was uh like it would be hot right and so we would always go look for left hand like the green arrows and we would just keep circling these green, like if you could get like a, a green arrow, like the, the first left turn. So we had water guns in the car and it'd be hot and people would have their windows down. And so as soon as that green arrow would come and we could go and everyone else was sitting at the red light, we would just blast them with water guns <laughs> and then roll <laughs> and then take off. And they wouldn't so, be able to follow you. They wouldn't they be were... able to follow us because we had the green light to go oh. and we were making a left and they're going straight. That's the best. Oh, that we should, so then awesome. we'd be like, all right, let's go fill up and get them again. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about a challenge video. I think we're doing, I mean, fucking clear challenges, guys. Because I do, I still have my paintball gun. I have a Tipman Custom 98. Do you, Bach, you have one too, right? I don't know where it got to, man. I can't yeah. find that thing. I've yeah. looked. I have what would you need, like 10? 10, 10 paintball guns? 
I mean, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. we could even we honestly we'd only need like five because if we shot it where you it's could like, rotate it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd only need half, but I mean, like, say if we had like six people, you know what I mean? I think we could scrounge up six guns. You know, I mean, yeah. dude, that'd be, it, it I mean, it would have to be everyone on the show. You'd have to get like you, Bach, J Dub, Cabot. Uh, if Pete, he would do it, Burn, Burn would come down. You. I can talk and to one, you, but and we can get Diana, and then we can all just turn on her and shoot her. I think we got to get wasted to do it too. Oh, yeah. dude, <laughs> dude, it'd be great. Like we could do it. Yeah, we could turn. It we into, could like, have several battles. Game. Oh my yeah. god, dude! We need to do the medieval times. Then we someone do era, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get into the Civil War. The you know we'll, we'll, Revolutionary War, Civil War. We'll we'll start like doing the different yeah, yeah the timeline. Yeah. 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 It'll be like five rounds. I think, of- dude, I think we just thought of this is a genius idea, right? Like, I think this will be great content shooting, you know, doing war. War day. War day. War day. Yeah. War day. yeah. Raw's war. Is what we're calling what it. would be the war day? Point it. We got we'd have to come up with like the war. I mean, it'd have to be D Day, but that's my yeah. wedding anniversary. Yeah, I'm right after that. So that's a no-go yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, we could do a spring war day, April. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's we could do it on whatever day and release it on whatever day. Oh, yeah, you know? that's a good point. Spanish French war. I mean, we could do it on January 5th, which is the anniversary of is the show's anniversary. First ever episode aired January 5th to that 2021. So, I mean, we could, cold. I mean, that makes it even that makes it even worse because the paintballs freeze <laughs> and then yeah, they turn into fucking what have you ever seen like the videos with like the pellets? Right, like they play like the the air rifle guns, you know. Like I've seen I these videos. I always wanted to do that airsoft. I wanted yeah. to try that. Maybe we should do it with those instead. They look like real guns. Yeah, airsoft. I'd have Dude, to look it up. People Is take like that. Oh yeah, people take that shit so seriously because they look like real guns, and they yeah. can, you can get real scopes on there and stuff. That could be real fun. Yeah, would it hurt? It, it would I mean, how bad does it hurt? I don't probably know. Yeah, it's probably the same as a paintball. Yeah. Because they fly pretty fast, and you usually get hit with a couple, and you do get hit. But, uh, I mean, paintballs leave welts, yo. I've had rings on me. Like, I never got shot with a paintball before, oh. and Dil- Dilberto's there. So, yeah. he's like, oh, well, go out 30 feet. Shout I'll out Dilberto. Uh-huh. Like so, I turn my back. I let him shoot me. He shoots me in the back of the ear. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> dude, the worst, dude. It just whacks. And I'm like, what uh, the Was it cold? Doing? I mean, we were playing out back at John's grandma's. I know yeah. I was all like suited up, so it was probably yeah. chilly. Dude, I remember Matt, I, I caught one at your bachelor party just walking back and it hit me like right here, dude. Oh. It hurt so bad because there's like no like blood oh. skin. Dude, the like, worst oh, too. What the hell? Like, like missed my mask. Oh, if you get hit in like the back of the thighs, right too, like that that hurts. I remember, dude, do you remember when we played paintball at my bachelor party? We played against like the JV fucking yeah, Navy yeah, SEAL dude. team. I remember you yeah. were just lighting the referee up. That was the best part. <laughs> they were like SWAT. I was like, oh, what yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah, they crushed Remember them. the refs like, dude, stop shooting me. Oh, I was you were in... just like lighting them up and you had to go behind a tree. <laughs> yeah, we were. So we were, first off, we had rented all the gear, right? And the masks they give you fog up. Like, they're, it's, you yeah. can't see a yeah, damn they're, thing. They're, they're suck. Yeah. So uh, we're at this area of the course called the castle and the castle has these like really tall towers. Right. So I'm at the top of this tower and I told all the guys, I was like, look, this is the last game. So 
everyone just shoot till you run out of ammo. Like, let's get rid of all of it, right? Yeah. So I'm up in this tower, and there's like, let's say there, what do you think? There was like 50 people in the castle, right? And then there's 50 people that assaulted the castle, right? So like you're in there, and people are charging the castle, and you're like shooting them as they charge. It was pretty (laughs) great, right? And then I'm looking out, and there's like trees behind it, and I look, and I see a guy in the trees and he's like he's right by a tree and i just start fucking lighting him up and there's like other guys with me and i'm like fucking let's get them guys come on and they're like you know people don't even know but everyone's like yeah let's get them and like dude it's like three rifles like or three guns are just like i'm i'm fucking hammering this guy right and he's like hiding behind a tree like cringing for his life i'm like you pop your head out you're a dead man you know like just lighting this thing up and he's screaming, and all of a sudden we hear people yell, "Stop shooting the referee!" You're shooting. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, "That was me, dude." I probably yeah. shot a hundred rounds at him. Like, oh, dude, you let him up. Going nuts. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, almost died that day. Also, we're survivors. Survivors of the boat. All I just probably, remember uh, Pete having like that suit that didn't fit him, so he was like, he was wearing like cargo shorts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was just like pulled up. He had like capris. Like, he had capris on. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was awesome. like a capri onesie. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, he looked, yeah, he looked great. But uh, no, that was yeah. The the, the suits weren't flattering. To <laughs> say the least. No, not to anybody. But dude, that was a that was a fun dude. That was a fun ass day. Man, what a day. But uh. Glad to be alive after yeah, that. Yeah, how about yeah, it? Yeah, dude. That was... Yeah. So people die on did the you river. guys talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> we we people die on the river. We've brought it up, but we haven't I think we brought it up with Pete, but we haven't gone into like total detail. What was his name? Sundip? Oh, S- some deep. I love that guy, but that motherfucker, I wanted to kill him that whole oh, time. Uh, I wanted to kill that guy. I was that so whole mad at him. I was like, dude, you need, when we say row, you need to fucking row. We're like, <laughs> yeah. don't move. Don't move. And he's uh, like, oops. Dude, oh, yeah. Oh, when he flipped the, the boat, when he flipped for, the boat, the first five minutes in, I was like, this, yeah, I was like, mom, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> dude, he flipped our boat. He did, they, they did a whole. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're white. Oh, yeah. So we're white. So we're whitewater rafting in the okay. Lehigh Gorge. In the Lehigh Gorge, right? And they Whatever. they uh, they let go the Lehigh Valley Dam that day. So release the dam. So, so there's like four levels of rapids, and we were and, on, it, and it rained the yeah. couple days before and the yeah. night before, and, and, and it during. hard and, and, and yeah. during. Remember that? And so that was the worst. Yeah, that there, was. There's four levels. It was of, the best, but it was the worst. Yeah, there's four levels of rapids, and we were on level three, right? <laughs> and we were also all like hungover as balls from the night before. Yeah. We literally right. drank. Yeah, well, I, I got on hungover pretty quick when we oh, did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you take yeah. your first dip in the water, you fucking sober a up. Pop, right yeah. away. When you got your first pop. Oh, when you get your yeah. first pop. When you, you pop, get a pop yeah, here. You gotta get a pop in. Dude, but uh, so we're, we all get in the rafts. We have our life jackets on. But prior to getting well, hold in on there, a second. Yeah, there was a 30-minute thing where they're like, well, not even. It was like 10 minutes. All right, look. Yeah. When you got to do this, you got to do that. You fall in. But the number one rule. Number one rule. They said it like everyone repeat after me. The number one rule. If you're going into a rock or a boulder, whatever, do not jump to the other side of the boat. Don't jump to the other side of the raft because you're going to go into it. Just bounce off of it and come back. You're fine. Do not go to the other side of the raft. It will flip your raft. They said it multiple times. Two minutes into this fucking raft ride, 
We go into our first boulder. This motherfucker jumps to the other side of the raft and flips us. <laughs> and now the raft's on top of us. And people are like, well, you know, it, it, you're, and you're hitting rocks. You're hitting stones. Yeah. You're going through all this yeah. shit. And I'm oh, like, what dude, the we got smoked. Dude, when we flipped, we got smoked. I remember like nailing the bottom. I remember you were out there and I grabbed you and I'm like, come here. And I, when I hit you, my arm like dumps you underwater and you're like, you're like drowning Tom. He's drowning. I'm like, get the fuck off of me. I'm like, <laughs> I can so swim, fun. dude. I was lucky enough to come up under the raft and grab it oh. and try to like slow down so we could get back in. Dude, I'm my legs. Our oars, oh. all that stuff. Nailed your legs. Nailed your legs. Oh, yeah. Banging your legs on things. So I'm like, curling up like they said i'm like i'm trying to like you know yeah. just so i can hit feet first and i don't want to like and later on you know the fucking so dude we're going down but, these rapids but, and now every time we're like real quick. not only did he flip the raft after that we're going down rapids he's like a little he's not paying attention oh, we're like dude yeah. what are you doing you're gonna flip <laughs> us again but it when we initially started the raft when we initially started there's there was a big group of us. So we had two rafts, right? So in our raft initially, it was me, Alan, Tom, some deep, and then my brother-in-law, Marcel, right? We flipped the raft. Marcel gets picked up by the guys in the other raft. And they say to him like, okay, do you want us to take you back to that boat? And, and Marcel said to them, I'm never getting back in their boat again. Right. <laughs> so it's just the four of us. So and then the other raft, it was like Pete, John Bell, Matt Gamble, Marcel, and Munley. Yeah. We you, just needed someone else paying attention. I mean, if he would have just done like the obvious, we would have been fine. But he just was like, oh, so whatever. We, we eventually, yeah, we would eventually get into our roles where it's like. Like someone, there's there's four corners of the raft, two people in the back, two people in the front, and like the back person could kind of steer, right? And then everyone else is like, when you say row, you got to row and you got to know like where you're going and what's going on, right? And like, you know, one person's yelling, everyone else is listening. Dude, we were taking some bumps and like, right? And like, we saw, dude, remember the guy who broke his yeah. leg? Oh, yeah. I didn't oh. forget that guy. No, no man. I forget that guy. There was like, because there was like probably like what, like 20, 20 rafts, something like that? There was a ton of rafts and there was like three people with the rafts. There was like three or four instructors or whatever yeah. with the guides. In kayaks. The they were in kayaks, yeah. like escorting the rafts. And this dude. Oh, like each, each like yeah. rapid interaction, they'd be like, they're waiting they're like, like two up front and two in the back basically like yeah. all right you know they were yeah. corralling us yeah. yeah and the one the there was this one guy right there was another group it looked like another bachelor party kind of thing and they were like guys like our age <clears throat> and there was one guy there like and they were like doing whatever and you know like you know just having a good time yeah. and like they'd gotten ahead of us right and then i remember we all like caught up to them and we, we floated one, by we floated by one guy's on the road on the raft his buddy's like laying on him, like they're back to like his back yeah, is yeah. laying on him. The other guy's holding him, like, dude, you're gonna be okay. You see the guy's going straight, and his leg is just like, dude, yeah. like like an L, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. bro. His and face was white. Oh, yeah, God. dude, he was. It yeah, was, it was and it must have taken like an hour for an ambulance to get there. There was like, nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah, we were in the middle around. of nowhere. We were in the middle, and and you had to go up. Like yeah. so, I'm mm -hmm. like, how the fuck are they getting this guy out of right. here the and fuck. then 
And then it started torrential downpouring, like <laughs> lightning, thunder, <laughs> like crazy downpouring. I was like, I'm going to get electric. Like, bah, yeah, we're going to die on this river. Yeah, we're going to die on this river. I'm going to get electrocuted. These metal fucking oars yeah. I'm yep. holding. I'm like, these guys, I, this is it. This is it. This is how yeah. I'm going to die on yeah. this stupid freaking fucking stupid boat plan this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, it. I remember in the, at the height of it, we're going. They said we're going up to the biggest rapids, right? It was like you do like two hours, take a break, then you finish with two hours, and then you you're done. But we were on the second half, and they're like, "Look, we're coming up to the biggest rapids, right?" The guy just broke <laughs> just his leg. Broke his leg. <laughs> it's, dude, torrential downpour. We're in a fucking monsoon. We're headed to the worst rapids. Like pull over on the highway torrential down like, where you're like yeah, dude i can't see any couldn't yeah. see like a foot in front of you right our our boat is flooded because <laughs> there's nowhere for the water to get yeah, you can't bail we're it just, out fast enough we're just, like, yeah we're just bailing out while people are trying to yeah. row someone else is bailing it out we're going nuts dude I, I look to our left there's a a dad and uh, his girl and then like three little kids on this raft and they're just like crying hysterically like what are we gonna do like yeah. The We're dad's just trying. The dad's trying to like hold it together, and just make sure everyone gets out alive. He's like, "You're gonna be okay." Everyone just blah blah blah, you know. Like the dad's just trying to save this, whatever. And then I look to my right, and there's this, <laughs> this Asian boat family with this Asian family, calm as loving it. Just, loving life. It, they dude, were a it, machine. It, yep. It's like they were just at a tea party, just coasting mm. down the That's river, cruise, right? Cruise right, yes, right. Yep. Just not just nothing going on. Just hey. Yeah. Hey guys, having a good day. You know, Another like day on the river. Yeah. These are some boring rapids. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And Another then there's day on the river. Dude, there's us being like, fucking row. <laughs> you know. I if if I felt if we had like a cohesive unit, if we had that fourth person to like, you know, yeah. row when they were supposed mm-hmm. to. I feel like we would have been okay. It was this, you know, he wasn't, you know, and I'm still waiting clicking. for him to jump. And he I'm like, what clicking. are you doing? Yeah, and I dude. actually ended up really liking the guy, but I was like, I hated him. Cause that was the first night. Cause he wasn't there the night before. And I'm like this freaking guy, dude, we were, I remember like, I think I had fallen out of the raft and he's like standing there looking at me. And I'm like, bro, you need to help me like, grab me. I'm fucking yeah. floating away here. And I think Al or Tom, like you guys jumped in and grabbed me or something. You know what I, I mean? I think you like, were halfway out of the room. Yeah, you were, yeah, like, yeah. Almost, you were like, yeah, we were like pulling back in. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God. What a I mean, great times, you know, <laughs> we survived <laughs> after. Yeah, after we survived the, the raft apocalypse, we then went and got smoked by the JV uh, Navy SEAL SOCOM team at yeah. uh, paintball yeah. and then fucking watched uh, WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. Great well, that man. ref deserved it. Yeah. 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 After that. But yeah. So either way, Buck, you're at the tech school, right? You choose electrician. <laughs> <laughs> you Segway. got you yeah. got zapped you got zapped at i'll tell you this memorial park when we were coming up like i remember when we were in little league i was like dude i can't wait to play at memorial park to play under the lights the play yeah. under the yeah, lights. dugouts they had the dugouts oh, then like, it, like the one dugout was like in the ground like it was awesome yeah. yeah it was the best and then you like and then eventually you would get zapped by the light when we were there no big deal and then you would be like, all right, I want to kind of figure out how this thing almost fried me. And then mm-hmm. you start, you know, you're at the tech school, you're getting into electrician. What is like the early years of an electrician kind of at the tech school? How does that go? 
Well, you just teach you kind of the basics of like AC, DC, kind of like theory, like theory behind like how the electrons well, flow. You listening to music in class? Oh, yeah, you know yeah. it, buddy. Oh, oh, yeah. Struck. Yeah, that's right. And they shook you all night long. Is what <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, there was some hell's bells going down in that place. <laughs> uh, all right. So either way, so you're at the tech school. How did I remember there was a teacher there that you really liked, right? Is that right? Yeah, Mr. K, he was awesome, man. He was like a Vietnam vet. I think he was a 98 electrician, like foreman, like, I guess back in like the 80s and stuff. And then he wanted to like teach. So nice. then he eventually like got into like North Monco as a teacher. And just so. started. Also, too, this is when you would, uh, well, you would get introduced to a, to a friend of ours known as alcohol. Is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened? Can you, we, we discussed this guy earlier in the show, Brian Deary right yeah so oh, I, yeah. I, I remember because i think i was at pendale at this time i left catholic school gone to pendale and you would go to the tech school and then you would come back to pendale and we would walk home right and mm-hmm. i remember you coming back being like dude i'm fucking whacked up like what is uh, you know so yeah, it was it was kind of weird because like brian was at lc and he was like a senior and like this is like he's getting right ready to graduate so he don't give a shit right yeah and brian could drive and I had to take the bus from Pendale. And, like, it so happened at the time he was there and I was there, we were in, like, class together. Yeah. So I think it was, like, a couple seniors were in the back, and it was, like, all these, like, you know, ninth grade kids or whatever. Yeah. I remember, like, I was like, oh, Brian, you drove? He's like, yeah, you want to give me a ride home? Because, like, you know, Lane's South Catholic and Pendale aren't that far apart. Yeah, and he lives near us. Yeah, and he lives near us. So he's like, yeah, I'll take you. So, like, we get in the car, and he's got, like, a half gallon of, like, Rosie's, like, you know, iced tea sitting there. Yeah, I was Shout like, out Rosenberger's like, iced tea, and he's like, uh, "That's not all iced tea, dude." He's like, "I got some like, I, I forget what he even had in there. I think it, it was some vodka. kind of liquor. Yeah. It might have, it might even been vodka. It was something like that. I think it was, I think it was like a whiskey, to be honest with you." All right. whiskey, and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, tea. you can have some of that, right?" So like, I think I drank like maybe like a quarter of the the half gallon. So like, I was fucked up like so more more whiskey than tea yeah and it's only like a 15 minute ride like yeah back from tech school so like i was like hitting it pretty hard like we were going back and forth like swinging it but i must have swung a lot because like i was i got out of the car like forgot my backpack he had to like call me to come get it and then like i just remember man when i was in class if i sat down i was fine but like once i had to get up it was like Spin City. Oh, I was like, um, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Brian Deary, Corrupting the Youth. I always, dude, I was always a fan of Brian. I like Yeah, him. Brian's awesome. Yeah. He's a bit of a wild card. He is. Oh. Yeah, a little bit. He was badass, dude. I oh, remember him. So I was badass. always like, like, I never really knew him. You know what I mean? But like, he, had he like was always lore. nice enough to me. But like, I just always thought this dude's crazy. Like, I don't know. I was like, yeah. something's, something's off. Like, I just would hear yeah. stories. But he was like. He was definitely like a lone wolf kind of like just like legend. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, dude. Yeah, and and JD and John like I fucking love John. You know what I mean? And and Mister Deary and I. I just never knew Brian. You know, like that. But like he was on the wrestling team and he was badass. And I was just like, I don't know. It was just like he he wasn't very approachable. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking truth. You know, I was like, okay, yeah. this guy, you know, I want to say like, yeah, what's up? But I don't want him to headbutt me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. He's a he's a tough son of a bitch. He, dude, him and uh, Tom, you remember Nick Billick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Billick was cool. 
Yeah, Billick's cool too. Yeah, that's Justin's stepbrother. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Ju- yeah Justin. Nick's cool. Nick yeah. wrestled too. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick and Deary, Nick and Brian were like best friends, and those two idiots. Yeah, right. So yeah, those two were. You do this game where they took their forearms together and then put a lit cigarette in between them. And then whoever moved their arm first was a pussy. And they would just sit there and like stare at each other. And like, you know, one of them would finally move. But like the cigarette just burns down your forearm. (laughs) Sounds reasonable. I I remember Brian Deary introduced me to the slap game. Remember playing the slap game? The fucking slap game? Biggest fucking mistake I ever fucking made. Dude, he (laughs) chipped one of my teeth doing that fucking game. That fucking, we're in a garage and Deary, Deary's dad had like, they'd set up the garage where like the top part was a wrestling mat. And we would mm-hmm. like, we could trade there and stuff too, but we also like would party there and hang out and sleepovers and whatever. Right. And Brian, I remember there and John had told us about the slap game where he, John, the way John described it is that he was like, dude, we're fucking cracking up laughing. Like every slap, it was so funny. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. Brian comes in, we play a slap game. I was like, okay, we start soft, right? And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he's just like, whack. And I'm like, God damn it. Whoa. What, are we, what is this here? Is this the slap game or the punch game? What's going on? And it turned out, yeah, slap game didn't last long. They have right now. <laughs> he, he won. Jesus he won. Christ. Oh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Like your mouth's bleeding everywhere. John didn't mention any of that when he, when he <laughs> talked about it. Of course, he thought it was funny. He knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, John thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. this is great. We would box Speaking in of, his uh, garage too all the time. Go ahead, Justin. Of Mr. Deary, do you uh, do you remember uh, what's Mr. Deary's favorite exercise? Push up. Push up. I remember you said jumping stuff. jacks one time. Matt, you said no. What's my other favorite exercise? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. What's my favorite exercise? Push ups. What's my second favorite exercise? Push ups. <laughs> Mr. Deary's the man. I remember it was. Yeah, it was like a joke because I knew he was going to say push up. Like. He would do like uh, like our conditioning at wrestling sometimes, and he'd be like, "What's my favorite exercise, Matt?" And they'd be like, uh, "Jumping jacks, come on, guys, come on, let's go." And he's like, "Wrong, laying down, yoga, cuddling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah." No, he, dude, Mister Deary, he used to do this. Do you remember the song, Tom? And yeah. It was like Yellow Bird with Yellow Bill was perched upon my windowsill. I coaxed him in with a piece of bread, and then I smashed his little head. <laughs> we would be, <laughs> we would be running right, doing like conditioning for wrestling, and he'd be making us sing that song. <laughs> we're like smashing little birds. This is great. Yeah. But, yeah. And then I learned the word coaxed. I was like coaxed. Yeah, like, yeah. What's this word what? you're talking about? Coke? Okay, gave him a Coke? Is that how we got him in? Was yeah, I was Coca-Cola? like, how did he Coke him in? Like, what, he lured him in with some Coca-Cola? I get that. I would go, sure. Yeah, who doesn't Coke. like Coke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coaxed. K-O-A-X-E-D, I believe. Coaxed. Yeah, who yeah. knows? Who knows? So either way, let's get You lure them in. Lord yeah. them in. Lord of the Rings them in. So yes. either way. You're you're at the tech school, right? You're you just you just found out what alcohol is from Brian. And at the same time, all three, me, you and Tom, we're all working at Casa Demici, right? Mm, so yeah. what had happened was my mom was a waitress there, right? Then she'd got me a job there as a busser, right? And then I got Al and Jay a job there as dishwashers. And with our good friend dishwashers dishwashers 
Dishwashers. 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 And we met a good friend of ours, Spanish show listener of the show, the Golden Jew, Scotty Feingold. Yeah. Shout out, Scotty Feingold. Uh, but yeah, and like Anthony worked there and his mom, Mrs. Byers, and like they you know, worked at Luigi's. No, that his mom worked there for a little she bit. She worked too. there too for a little bit, yeah. yeah. And Anthony Casa? was a dishwasher yeah, Casa. at Casa for a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> so we would be bussing tables, and Matt would go like to go bus a table, and my mom was waitressing there, and she's like, Matt, don't just like go up and grab the ta- like the, the plates off, like because you pre-bus, and she's like we just say something like, excuse me, pardon me while I get the, you know, are you finished with that? It's like, say something. Don't just like go grab it. He's like, oh, okay, okay. And so then he goes up to the next table and he goes, it would be my honor to take this plate. <laughs> <laughs> it would be my honor. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, That's great, dude. It would be my honor to take this place <laughs> <laughs> all right dude you know? yeah, some more yeah. oil that'd be great or, I'm uh, right. awesome. yeah, you got some more bread yeah. it was all right i remember mom mom used to like put on a show for her tables and she would say like you really got to try this dish it's called rotolo de mare you will love it. It's my son's favorite. And she'd be like, hey, Matt, what's your favorite dish? And like, I'd leave, leave her hanging. I'd be like, oh, the calamari, right? And she's like, no, you fucking idiot. We rehearsed this. It's for total. We rehearsed this. We yeah. rehearsed you fucking You forgot moron. your lines again. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's good, too, guys. Go ahead and get it. No, but it's all food, good. The food there was great. We really kind of got Bach, Bach would learn a valuable lesson there, and it would be yes. how to make the tortellini and cream sauce from uh, Chef yeah, Jeff. Uh, and he would use it. that. He would use that on every girl he had ever dated when he would make dinner for them for the first time. Is that That's right, right, Bach? That's a staple. Yeah. Staple. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Solid move. So he gave dish- the old tortellini and cream, huh? That's Bach? right. right. <laughs> the old creamy tortellini. <laughs> pipe and making tortellini yeah. <laughs> so nice so all right so we would work at casa we'd worked there for a couple of years me you jay tom like everybody alex worked there for a little bit everyone would go through that place and then also at the same time your dad owned his own landscaping business right so yeah, not he, only he was mostly just cutting grass but yeah, yeah. i mean basically yeah. you cut grass yeah and you were you would work for him too. I would work for him a couple of times as well when you were out of town. And let me tell you, oy vey, oy stinking vey, was that was that fun, Bach? How'd you like working for your yeah, dad yeah, in the pretty, summer? It was pretty great, you know. Oh my god! Especially remember, when you wanted to go do stuff, and he's like, "Matt, why don't you working with me today?" Yeah, <laughs> dude. I remember you would wake me up a lot of the time. Because I would like it would be in the summer and like we would be partying the night before or whatever. And then you would have to wake up early and mow and do all that stuff. And I would still be asleep and you'd come home or you'd come just wake me up and be like, all right, let's go. And I'd be like, all right, where's the stuff at? Let's party. You know what I mean? And we would just get right after it. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, you brought it. You brought home a bottle from like when you were working at Vinny T's and it was like a handle of like Vladdy's or something. Uncle Vladdy's. Yeah. yeah. And we killed that whole thing, dude. And I had to get up at like six in the morning. Remember he came over and like woke me up. Yeah. Dude, that, yeah. that was the worst day of my I life. I remember that. I was yeah. like literally dying. I didn't like hardly, I had like a Gatorade to drink. Oh. I was like sleeping in the truck after I would like finish real quick cutting oh. just so I could like recover. Oh. It was brutal. Like dude, four was... or five hours of that was, yeah. it was terrible. 
Yeah, we had done that. We had, yeah, that was, that's brutal. We were what, drinking that and like lemonade or something? We like mixed it in. We would, I would get, oh. I had stolen the, the Vladdy's. We had done, we had had a scavenger hunt where we polished off maybe like you know, a third of it. And after that, like we had like a bunch of people over partying. And then I bought a gallon of water and a thing of country time lemonade mix. I'd pour out half the gallon fill the rest with vodka and dump a ton of lemonade mix in there, shake it up. And we would just fucking just go to town on it. So not only are we drinking a ton of vodka, it was a ton of sugar as well. Yeah. And then yeah. we weren't sleeping and yeah. we were just like, you know, up doing whatever. And like, yeah, you had, I, I mean, dude, I felt bad for you that you had to work after that. Was, Cause that was, was fucking brutal. I remember too, we would do car bomb Mondays. Remember car bomb Mondays? Yeah. Oh my God. That, that was, was down um, um, on uh, what? Markle street, right? We did that Markle oh street. We did it at my mom's house for a little bit too, before I moved to Markle. That's true. Dude. But oh. that was like a fucking mistake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Doing, dude. doing that. But yeah. So nice. All right. So let's keep it moving. So we would graduate and all that stuff. You're still mowing lawns, but after we graduate, you're still like looking to get your first apprenticeship and you would start working at a food distributor, right? Yeah. So yeah. What, so what was going down? So it was like Thurstein's in Sellersville and, and my dad would like load trucks and stuff at night. So like he got me a job just so I had like something to do outside of yeah. high school, you know, like yeah, while yeah. I was like looking to get into like an apprenticeship. So yeah. Yeah. We would go there and load trucks from like nine in the morning to like four or something. Like it was kind of part time. So, yeah, nine that's kind of how morning. I started out working. Yeah. Like yeah. it was. Didn't you do the know. graveyard there too a little bit? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like we oh, were going not... to nine at night. Oh, nine at 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. Yeesh, McGee. How old were you? 19. What was 18? I like 19? 19? 18? 18? 19. Just graduated high school. Yeah, it's just right fresh out. Yeah. So, yeah. but oh, I wanted to talk about this. So, part of the Votech school, right? After you graduated high school, how much you, were you getting paid at that nine to four a.m.? I don't know, like ten bucks an hour, like ten something an like hour. That. Yeah, maybe yeah. less, like nine. Like it I used to a get. Lot. Uh, I worked third shift at Wawa, eleven to seven a.m., seven fifty an hour. Oh, uh, wow. seven fifty. That's brutal. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go ahead sorry no but, <laughs> but you yeah. weren't getting paid much and so what you were just like were you using like forklifts and stuff or i you... didn't even do any of that they would bring it all like to the truck and have it numbered for like what stop it was so like uh, my deal is to, like either take it off the pallets or put the pallets in there and like stack stuff so like heavy stuff was on the bottom but it hand? would be like yeah oh yeah by hand so you like, had the worst job too yeah oh wow. yeah i have to warm the trucks up when it was cold back them up myself oof but I mean, it was it was all right for like a first job. Like I yeah, remember, right, like because we had the radio on. Like if it was like Monday Night Football, you know, like yeah. you don't have you're to deal with to customers and, really. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was too. Great like, to, like the one supervisor, like he was kind of <laughs> like a noodle. So like my dad would call him Spanky because he said he was like a smacked ass. <laughs> so, so they would like get like kind of graded on like these picks. So if like they got something wrong, they get like a check mark next to like the item and it would like go up as like an error, like you missed it. And I think he got like penalized after a certain amount. So this other guy, we called him a racer, man. Cause he would go and like, if he got a pick wrong, he would just erase it. <laughs> so like he didn't have it on there and they would like, they would kind of get on him a lot. So like they would get on that guy spanky, but I mean, he was all right. He was just doing his job, but yeah. 
I mean, when you, yeah, you know how my it, dad is like, he, yeah. he would get like, he would get pissed off some nights and he'd be like, I'm out of here and just like leave. He doesn't like, oh, do okay. well with authority either. He's <laughs> yeah. like, dad, am I getting a ride home? I guess I'm walking, you know? Yeah. But no, he, he's like, come uh, on, we're out of here. And I was like, all right, see you later. I remember too. <laughs> he just left. Yeah. <laughs> I remember also you had a guy, cause I remember like working at his job, you would get introduced to like a bunch of different eras of music as well. Like at that age. And then um, you, there was also a guy there that you would tell me about that would change the words to each song to make them like lewd or crude. And I remember that did that too. I remember, like, I remember the one you told me was instead of born in the USA, right? Instead of born in the USA, <laughs> the guy would sing, he would sing, <laughs> you sing, he used to be, he would be like, Born to eat pussy. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Eat pussy. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got there. a ring to it. You know, you remember born any other ones? Bach? Didn't you have another pussy. one too? God, oh, I, I forget. To eat pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, J Dub, you were a third shift graveyard guy. Yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> I mean, so my one manager, um, we would always smoke marijuana on break, but he also liked to smoke wet. Ooh. So, interesting. He, but he would always at like three a.m. smoke by. He would he would smoke with everyone at like first break, and then at three a.m. he would go by himself. And I would, I was he was like the packaging manager, and I was the warehouse. So yeah. I would always go outside, and if he had just pot, I'd be like, yo, let me, and he'd oh, we'd smoke it together. But sometimes if he had wet. He'd be like, nah, you don't want this. You know, that was always just what he'd say. Yeah. And the one time he's like, you don't want this. I was like, you know what? I do want to try it. And yeah. I'll tell you what. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing it all the time. And I was like, yeah, Damn, that's crazy. That's bizarre. That good for you. Because the only people I've ever heard about smoking wet have done it by accident. You know what I mean? Like, I never <laughs> knew someone that, like, smoked it oh, on the reg. It- yeah. You know, it's like, I didn't know it was, was next thing you yeah. know, I'm smoking and I'm like, this tastes funny. And I start like, you know, whatever. And... Yeah. Didn't that happen so to you too? One of the oh, wait, do you hallucinate time. on it? Do you hallucinate on it? I just, I took like three pulls of a blunt and I was like, all right. And I just remember like kind of floating down the steps back into the warehouse. And then I just did my job, I think really well for like three hours. And then the shift was over. And I was just like, I don't know if I just did everything perfect. Or if I just did my whole job, but I like, I feel like I was cruising. <laughs> what, what, uh, did you, were you able to fall asleep afterwards? No, I remember being like up for a while, like weird. Yeah. Up. I just felt yeah. weird. Yeah. I, like, oh, I couldn't imagine smoking like a whole blunt of it. That's the worst. But Didn't you have, about, now, Matt, if you're talking about a great show idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's all we'll smoke, just smoke wet. wet. Get wet show. Yeah. Wet show. Get wet show. Do what we'll like, we'll do, we could do a PCP roulette where we'll have five joints and one yeah. of them will be wiggled. Yeah. Oh, we'll just get a, a wheel of hard drugs and we'll roll <laughs> it and whatever it lands on. You've got to do. I mean, you know, yeah, heroin yeah. it is. Dude, that would be, I mean, talk about content. That would be fucking killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, you're smoking crack, dude. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get hooked. Yeah. 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 Man, that would be. Dude, could you imagine, like, I mean, honestly, if you could do, like, say if there was five hard drugs, like meth, crack, 
heroin, uh, I guess wet, wet and coke, right? We'll meth. say. Well, I guess we could, well, I said Dude, meth. people would be trying to get the people would want the coke and the meth. They would yeah. be like, thank God. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. that stuff I can I can at yeah. least, you know, I'm not when that's crack. like your lesser option. Heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would explode if I smoke crack. Oh. Yeah. Dude, but like, could you imagine a movie where like it's like a like a you know like a reality movie? You know what I mean? Like a doc where five people go in, they spin it, lands on it. You have to do it, and then each person has a camera follow them afterwards to see like what's going on. That'd be a pretty <laughs> fucking good movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I just thought it'd be hard to follow. I mean, I <laughs> it might be awesome if you could follow him for like a year afterwards. All right. So, <laughs> so like, what we'll do is we'll have you <laughs> like, well, this guy's a heroin addict now, and this guy yeah. has gone over to Jesus, and this yeah. guy. We had the wheel of hard drugs, and everyone will have to do that. And then we'll go into our multiple war battles. <laughs> oh, Revolutionary War time. Oh, you should do it. We should do it all like you should have like E, mushrooms, acid. <laughs> Right. And then do it like that. But all right. Enough of that. So either way. Uh, um, so either way, Bach, I didn't want to talk about this. So you before after you graduated high school, as part of the tech program, you got to go build homes for humanity. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Habitat for humanity. Yeah. Habitat for humanity. Yeah. And where did you go and how was it? We went to Costa Rica for three weeks and it was it was an, like an eye opening experience because I had never been outside the country. And going down there, they're not like super third world, but like there's yeah. like shacks down there and kind of stuff. Like people don't have like indoor plumbing and stuff. Oh, so shit. it was like real like, yeah, eye opener. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. But That's it was cool. cool. It was awesome, man. Like it was like beautiful down there. Like it was cool. Yeah. Where'd you sleep? We slept. We slept in like a um, kind of like a bed and breakfast, I think, for like when we were in the city for like two weeks. Okay. And then. We, we actually stayed like up in the jungle in like one spot, which was really weird because we were out in the middle of nowhere. And like, if you were murdered out there, like it was ever like no one was yeah. finding your body. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. Like, Back before it was, like, like smartphones too. Right? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. It was crazy. And then uh, we ended up like the last week or like four days we were there. We kind of, uh, we got like an actual like resort like hotel room. Oh, like that, nice. or like it was like yeah, like the resort beaches and stuff, and that was really cool. Nice, dude. That's awesome, man. And you had a good time. And oh yeah, you know. dude. Yeah, we built a house for somebody. Like it was, it was great. Like Ali. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to tell that story? No, nah, well, I don't think my <laughs> wife would appreciate that. <laughs> she's like tell matt no crude stories on there oh, it's like, yeah. hey man i can't help where the conversation goes oh, yeah it's not our fault so yeah. that war talk will get you anywhere That's um right. so then okay so you graduated high school you did Durstein's, everything like that then after that you got in, you started like an apprenticeship as an electrician right yeah it was a uh, smaller company just like open shop non-union company non-union, yeah yeah okay Nice. So yeah, they had like an apprenticeship program. So so how does that like, work? Do you go in and like do you, like is are you kind of like like an intern? Like what do you what's the deal? Like you're just learning on the job from the older guys. Like how does it is that really what it is? Yeah, like you're learning from the older guys, and then like for like the school portion, you go to school at night for like three yeah. hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like twice, like twice a. Uh, so you're still like going to school while working on a job and does the job pay for you to go to school or do you have to pay? Yeah. Yeah. They, they pay for that. 
Oh, nice. Dude, I remember you would show me these videos of like pranks on a construction site where they would take like the apprenticeship guys and like maybe an older guy, like a foreman or whatever, would tell them to do something that has nothing to do with the job. Like one of them, this guy had to sledgehammer the ground right in like a circle (laughs) and and there's an older guy an older guy standing there with like uh like a block like it looks like it's a meter of something and he's like you got to keep going harder it's not reading we got to get the reading here come on keep going (laughs) and this guy goes for like three minutes just slamming this this young kid yeah like Like, they put like uh, dots around this circle and like they had like a copper wire going like under the stone so it was like a ground ring kind of thing he's like yeah we need these readings like it's on youtube yeah and this oh. kid is just hammering hammering like, to the kid. like you gotta go faster if you stop we gotta restart the test yeah so like, <laughs> stop the one time because he's like yeah catch your breath you know i know it's not easy <laughs> and the kid's like dying dude i was like yeah this is horrible yeah that's the kind of shit but that's kind of like great when you have like it's older guys at a at a site like that's the kind of fun shit you know what i mean like that's awesome you know, one, uh, it's a brick mason and there's like six bricks in a row. And the, the older guy is taking the back brick and handed it to the the guy. And then he's, you know, slapping the stuff on, putting it down. And then he's the old has just taken the back bricks. He's getting nowhere. And he's just handing him basically <laughs> the same brick like back over and over again. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. that's that's hilarious i mean like you got to do that shit on those kind of jobs just like mess around but dude i'll tell you that's one thing like i kind of wish i did like did more of like working with my hands and stuff like that because i can do it i just like i don't know a lot right like but i have the ability to do it but yeah i need a guide you know but like i think like you can legit fucking build a house you know what i mean like you can do it you've done it all so I, I mean, feel I like a wire house, but I don't know I mean, about but the like, carpentry stuff. But but like you know how it goes, like you know, like you know, like you've seen it done. Like you could be like, like you look. I look at a house and I just see a house. You look at a house and you see like, okay, they use this kind of frame and oh, that's the kind of wiring and oh, look at those kind of oh, that's gonna go and then whoa, why they do like you know like why and how it's structured. I just look at it and be like, hey, look at that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's. I mean, I think that's awesome. That's something I wish I had, but. So you do the apprenticeship. How long were you an apprentice for? I did like two years of there. And then like I had a chance to get in the union. So I took it. And then that was five years of night school. Because yeah. I just was like, I'm just going to start over and just go through the whole thing. Yeah. Is, and that so, like the union, like they're kind of like, that's kind of what they want you to do. Like they want you to go through like their program or. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could test out like, you know, to whatever year, I guess. But I was like, I'm only like 22. I was like, I might as well just do the whole thing. Like, yeah. Why the hell not? No. Yeah. So no. to be able to be like a full electrician by the time you're 27, dude, that's like, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and, and you're in a union. Cause isn't that like the big thing? Like when you do like one of these jobs, you want to get in the union. Well, yeah. I mean, you get higher wages, you get, you know, benefits and Protection. you don't have that. You don't really need like a resume or anything. Like you, you get hired out of the hiring hall. So like, you don't have to go find work. Like you don't have to call up like contractors and like get an interview or nothing. Like you just get called off the list. Hey, you're going here like Monday. Yeah. Like here's your job referral. Like, yeah. And like, it is nice. 
what like would anyone like what if you're on a job site and they refuse to pay does like the union hire lawyers or whatever like what goes I mean, yeah on? like unions got lawyers and stuff i mean usually that stuff gets handled pretty easily but I mean, how how easily if they don't pay do they take them around the corner and say like hey i got a union rep that needs to talk to you well i mean they can take them they can put them on charges and stuff and like get them oh. fined and all that stuff so do you ever it's like so like, when you go to a job site right like how do you know like like you go there and is there like does the is there like a foreman that runs the whole site or is this an electrician foreman like how's it go well there's like a project management company that's in charge of like all the like basically the trades okay and they kind of you know do what whatever the customer is like wants you to do there uh-huh. but like for me it's like i have like if it's like a bigger job there's like a general foreman if there's like multiple floors they'll have like a floor foreman okay so it's kind of like a hierarchy like that so it's almost like military then right where it's a little like, bit yeah i mean sort of but i mean somebody's in charge of like you know trying to get the project like planned like i mean there's yeah. a project manager above the foreman but like yeah. they're not and they just make sure the, like, like there all the time yeah and they're just kind of making sure like everything's going according to plan like they've planned it out where it's like look if we have 10 electricians that do this in this time working if everything works out correctly then they can be done by this date and they're just kind of like making sure everything's just going along smoothly and making sure you have the supplies and things you need to get the job done and then you guys are out there and like you have like a foreman that's like all right i need you to do this today i need you to do this today i need you to do this today right yeah and sometimes it's like you just got a project to do like the whole job like like here you're doing fire alarm like, if you, you know, if you have any questions or like whatever, just like come to me and that, that I mean, they're really there to get you answers on stuff like you're doing like the install. Yeah. For the most part, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So wait, so like, say, let's say, for instance, like the Wegmans job you did when you went there, how did that go? Like you first day you walk in, what do they tell you? Well, you got to go through like a safety kind of thing. And like, usually that's done by like the project management company and then oh, maybe so, your oh, company wait. has a safety like they program have- that. Yeah, they gotta like take I guess you through like steps for like yeah right? that and like emergency stuff if there's like a fire like where you guys are mustering all that stuff like oh, okay just so you're accounted for if something happens and you gotta evacuate that kind of stuff. Like, so every first day on the job they do like a safety emergency like protocol of like look this is where it happens this is what's going down this is what we're like oh I didn't know that yeah a lot of legal paperwork and stuff you gotta fill out tons of stuff like. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like all dude. the affidavits and all yeah, that. Yeah, like do of... like your W 2 and stuff, all that stuff. Like that's like first day. Like you really don't even get to work till like maybe after break time, maybe like 9, 30, oh, 10 o'clock shit. sometimes because you're just watching videos, filling out paperwork. Like, yeah, you know, it's cover your ass kind of stuff. So like nobody gets sued. Yeah. Is some job sites will make you get another physical or take a drug test. Well, you got to, yeah, you definitely but... got to take drug tests. Like a lot of them are like drug tests because. Yeah. Oh, like where my where my local is, we have a lot of pharmaceuticals, obviously in our area. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, you definitely when you go out there, you gotta get a drug test, like all that good stuff. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you know, I mean, there if you're if you're handling like you know machinery and dangerous tools and stuff like that, you gotta be yeah. You can't be whacking. You can't be smoking wiggle on your break. You know, yeah. Alan. Alan, break. what's the most fucked up you've ever been handling? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had a few run-ins at places, but oh man, part dude. of the job. Do you ever you have mean, a guy show up wasted to like your job? I, yeah, you? dude, and like it's like, yo, dude, you better like go sit down somewhere or just like go home. 
Oh, like really? dunking on a ladder, like yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> like yeah. drunk, like yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, dude, yeah. There's guys mm. that have come in just like failed, straight up failed like the drug test. Just like I don't know if they thought they would pass or whatever, but like they were like clearly like didn't have enough time it. to study. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, damn, dude. If they if you were to fail a drug test, would you be kicked out of the local? No, they. I think they send you to like they got to give you counseling. All right. Like if you're in de- if you're indentured, like it's really hard to get thrown out. Nice. Good. But once you're a sworn in brother, like it's 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 hard. Like they have to do a lot for you yeah. to like kick you out, unless it's like I guess something like real criminal or something like that. Yeah. But or do you uh, like that's something that I know. Like I remember when you got into the union, that's something like you were very like happy, but also proud. Like you, you know, like you rep being in the union, and you're proud to be a part of the union, right? Is that yeah, kind yeah, of like man. how it goes? Like you, yeah, it's a it's a brotherhood. I mean, it is to an extent. Yeah, like, I met we met a couple guys from the union at your bachelor party, uh, Damien, right? And yeah, and, and Chops, and yeah. Oh yeah. man, Chops is a fucking character. That guy. he's been like my partner a lot. Like we've we've like traveled to like other locals together and stuff when like work was bad here. Oh really? So, like yeah. So me and him have worked hand by hand like for like years. Oh, like wow. we're not working together now, but like we've always kind of been paired up and like, yeah, it was, it's it's been good. Hockey and chops. How yeah. good? How good is he as an electrician? Is he good? He's good. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's real good. He's mechanical, yeah. like real mechanically sound. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. tell by looking at him, but but of course can... you'd be proud to get it. I mean, you said what is a five year apprenticeship? Well, yeah, I think yeah. I think so, now. I mean, you're basically graduating college. You know, it's yeah. the same. Yeah. Group. True. It's all like night. It was like night for like three hours twice, you know, some Saturdays we'd have to come in. Oh, but wow. now like it's, I think it's only like a two and a half year, like actual school course. Cause like now they're all on computers and like, mm-hmm. I think they're doing like virtual Plus stuff like COVID and all that, but yeah. we had to get our own books. Like, Oh baby. Yeah. It's like they got it so books. easy now. Those pansies do. don't even have to go to books. Go online. Yeah. yeah all you gotta do is click and scroll those pansies <laughs> in my day we had paperbacks yeah. nice so nice all right so then you go from an apprenticeship now you're like you're a full electrician right so you would go to so all right first day emergency protocol safety stuff second day you go in foreman's like hey this whole place needs uh fire alarms that's you so you know, during the course of this job, your responsibility is to just put the fire, like you got to find the lo- best locations for them, right? You have to get all the materials lined up. You have to like put it in initially, then you have to cover everything. Then you have to like do all that, right? Like, how does that go? Yeah, well, like, I mean, you have drawings and that stuff. And and for like the first part of the job, it's like all basically wiring or like running like raceways, like pipe to like put the fire alarm in. Yeah. And like, you know, all the locations are spec'd out on the drawing and you kind of just like put boxes in where they need to go, stuff like that. And um, then as the job progresses, like they'll order like the smoke heads and like, you know, the pull stations and yeah. stuff like that. And then you'll like install them at a certain point and then like people come in and test it. Oh, so wow. like you have to troubleshoot at points and yeah. It just make sure. I mean, and it, and it depends on how big the building is. Like, yeah, we did like a hospital near us, and uh, like that was like five floors. And I was like, I did a lot of the fire alarm there, and I was still like a fifth year apprentice at the time. So, oh wow, 
Yeah. Dude, I, I remember you would tell me you would work in Camden at the uh at like oh, the yeah, courthouse city hall oh yeah city or hall city there. hall yeah what and you yeah were like, it was how awful was that dude it was it was like a war zone down there dude like oh shit and i was going in at like 6 30 so like i'd have to find parking and uh you would just be walking by people just like you know strung out like oh sleeping really? like oh yeah dude like it was just like was, dipped out right there well the like, thing is like, like there's like a there was like a methadone clinic across the street so like we would like watch out like the windows up there and like oh. people are just like dipping out like it oh. was it was crazy it was something else damn what and then but then on the other side of that you've also worked at like high-end pharmaceutical companies and do you have like a specialty when you go to a shop, like when you go to a site, do you, you're like, Hey, I'm really good at this. If you want to, you know, I mean, kind pipe. of like, it can work that way, but I mean, usually it's kind of like up to like, who wants to like give you water? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, the foreman will talk to you about stuff like, like, and especially if people know you and like, know what you're yeah. good at. Like, yeah, but if you've worked with them before, they'll be like, "Oh, this guy did great uh, at this." Well, job not even that. Like, you get like a name for yourself, like through the local. Like, I'm you know, like I know a lot of guys in the local now. Like, I've been in for a long time, so like, yeah. you know, people know you. People know you're a good worker, whatever. So, they, yeah, nice. You get didn't kind you, of like a rep. Didn't you work at the power plant also? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've worked at. That's cool. Yeah, that power plant. Yeah. That's that's a different animal, man. Yeah. I remember that's dude, crazy. Like before we sorry, real quick, before we get too far, do, does any fire alarm actually have like a an ink or something that shows the person who actually pulled it? Remember that there used to be a rumor in elementary no, school? No, they don't have oh, that stuff. Yeah. No way to like detect no. who actually there's no, ink. There's no <laughs> ink. There's no ink. Rumor, like some of the newer ones I always wanted to pull a fire alarm. Yeah. No. I mean those are they, those are addressable though, so they'll know like what one like went off. Which yeah, one, but, like, doesn't, but they won't, but there's no way they to won't know who, who did it though. Yeah. Like, I mean, you'd have, have to have a finger camera print. there, that yeah. was yeah. be like a camera or something. Yeah, they just yeah, no, that's so definitely not idiots true. wouldn't pull it. Yeah, yeah, that's basically why, nice. <laughs> dude. I remember, Buck, I remember you said that if there was ever a zombie apocalypse or anything like that, the first place you're going is the power plant. Oh, yeah, dude, like it's like it's almost like a military base really like, yeah there's armed guards there there's razor wire there's like electrified fences and stuff at points yeah, oh so it's, wow it's a real deal like yeah. armed with like what with like just like a with like with like military like assault rifles what yeah wow it's like a national i believe it is yeah that's where you would be right yeah. Limerick. yeah like places like that yeah yeah, like there's barricades there. Like you weren't, you're not getting a vehicle in. Like, oh wow. Like, it, yeah, it's the real deal there, man. They don't mess around. Damn, good. You don't want someone coming over and taking over the freaking power. Plant. Yeah, that's trouble. That's, that's where we get all our superpowers from. That's right. Nice. So we're coming to the top of time here. Um, before we get out of here, one last question, Bach. I'd just like to ask: Out of every day you've worked and every job you've had on everything you do. Do you remember what's your favorite day of work your whole life? Yeah, I, um, yeah, I got, I got one time when I, I was a first year apprentice. We were like going in on a holiday to like just, uh, I think we just went into like maybe the foreman had to do one little task, and I was just like cleaning stuff up. Yeah, but I think we started at like seven. And we were out by nine, and we got like paid for like the whole day, and it was like time and a half. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's great. That's a great day. Nice. 
So, man, so yeah, you got paid uh, time and a half and you didn't even have to work. That sounds like a good damn day to me, baby. Yeah, I think I swept yeah. up a couple things. Like, that was it. Like, <laughs> nice. It was great. Nice. You, uh, well, like, in all the buildings you ever worked at, Bob, did you ever get anything, like, any rodents or anything like that in there when you're, like, going through? Or Oh, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I should tell you guys this, but at, at one of our largest malls around here, like by that food court in the back hallway, you do not want to go in there. Oh, what like happened? Lifting, Wait, like tell ceiling me what tiles, happened. like there's like mice running around, like there's like mice shit all over the place. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, dude. Like I was like, I don't think I'm ever eating in this food court again. Like when was this? This was a few years ago, like before I think they did the whole expansion. So oh. it was a little while ago. But oh, I was wait, like, dude, you, this is you like- got a job there. You went in, and what did you see? Ah, uh, like just there's like mouse shit everywhere. And like, you saw mice running around. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Five like even out, like the open mall, like you were sitting there like eating break and like you'd see like a mouse scurry like around. So like, Ooh. yeah, Five they're definitely all in the mouse squits. Man, yeesh, that's gross. Yikes! All right, well, uh, cool. Well, shout out, uh, shout out, mice fan of the show. Listeners. Yeah. Stay away from the food court. That's right. Oh, yeah. So nice. So we're coming to the top of time, man. Bach, I, dude, I, you know, the first time you're on here, we laid an egg as uh, as producers, and we weren't able to get that episode off the air. First ever recording was Bach, FII. So so happy we could get you in back on the show. I love you. I love you, pal. Thanks for coming on. Uh, before we get out of here, anything you want to say to your adoring fan base before we take off? Well, just keep listening, man. It's good stuff. Dude, appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tom, anything you want to say to the fans of the Working Perspectives podcast before we get out of here? Yeah. If you never got a box of cereal as a Christmas gift, you ain't shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> i was asking people I, I no one ever got a matt remember we used to get cereal for christmas i like yeah. loved it i was like yeah. wait a second j-dub or Bach, did you, either of you guys get cereal for christmas um we would get the mini one like yeah, we get the maybe, maybe a mini oh, maybe the mini. i've gotten a mini yeah, yeah I think I've we get the mini, mini i remember like apple jacks or pops yep. Right. Yeah, I've gotten the mini before. Remember the mini box that if you opened it up, you could it would make like you could cut it or like rip it open so it the box was a bowl and you just had to pour milk into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I never uh, I never got it as a gift, but I would get hype for Christmas crunch berries. Yeah. Red and green berries. I still yeah, the fantastic. I still say that was a nice item. Best cereal ever, rice krispie treat cereal. Best cereal ever. Dang. Best cereal ever. Purple. Purple box. They, I don't know if it exists anymore. Nah, dude, I've I've tried to hunt it down. You can't find it. It's Big cinnamon toast crunch guy. Oh, CT crunch, a, classic, classic. I think on Golden Grams. Golden Grams good. You know what's a sleeper like a sleeper non sugary cereal? Crispix. Always yeah. love oh, Crispix. Dude. Love yeah. Crispix. Love Crispix. Big kicks guy. Kicks. Kicks, kicks, kicks all right. Kicks. Oh, blueberry kicks changed the game. And then you got oh. into then, dude. When they came out with Reese's Puffs, woof, oh man. yeah, dude. Woof. Cinnamon Life is a great underrated cereal, dude. Yeah, true, very true. It it's good enough for Mikey. It's good enough That's for right. Mikey. Likes it, yeah. Mikey Frosted Mikey. Flakes. I mean, Frosted oh, Flakes. There, dude. they're great. Great. <laughs> great. 
Raisin Bran Crunch might be the most consistent. And Ra- Ra- dude, I even like a good special K. What's your thoughts on special K? Yeah. My mom used to get the special K sometimes with the with the dried strawberries in it. Oh, it's all right. It's a little. You know what though? I, I need to it. get like when I eat cereal. I mean, I'm using like a Tupperware container. Oh, I'm dude. not using a bowl. Like I need like a big I ass a salad ladle bowl, and I'm I'm doing a ladle, it. and I'm just like, oh, I, yeah. I'll eat the whole box. I'm I could legit, yeah. yeah, I could legit do a whole box of like, you know, Reese's Puffs or you know. Rice Krispie Treats or, dude, even some Honey Nut Cheerios. Throwing a fucking oh, Honey Nut, babe. Classics. Classics. Rice Krispies. Regular Rice Krispies. Because of a small yeah. box, you crush Fruity Pebbles box in four bowls. Oh, oh Fruity easy. Pebbles. They're Sweet. not lasting. Yeah. Oh, dude. But the I Captain get... Crunch always tears top it up. Of my yeah. mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Rips you apart. Rips you to shreds. Yeah. yeah. I was right. going to say, wait, wait. Can you ask me again one? What so, I yeah, would Tom, like to... uh, again, before we get out of here, anything you want to say to the fans of the Working Perspectives podcast before we take off? I think it's fitting to say in the Warriors code, there's no surrender. When your body says stop, your spirit, your spirit cries, cries never. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Uh, Jalen. Oh, I love you, Bach. I love you too, Tom. Good see you, buddy. Jalen Anything you want to say to the fans before we take off, baby? Alan Box is another one of those guys. Just a good guy. I know Alan Box. I haven't seen Alan Box in 15 years. Good guy. Good Good fucking guy. Always happy when he's seen it. That's one of the good things about doing this show is like when you get to see, like I see Bach all the time. But even like, you know, like when we had Eric on last week or, you know, even like Liam when we had Liam on. Like just seeing guys you haven't seen in a while, like this is a good fucking dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can like, pick up yeah. whatever me and Bach were last talking about. We could probably still finish that conversation. Oh yeah, usually twenty years later. Yeah, yep. nice. I was like, yeah, Gary Sanders is really good at football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about this Michael Vick guy? He seems like a really good guy. You know, yeah. real good humanitarian. So nice, uh, Jadav. I know we're usually uh, usually on board with this, and you know, I know it's your second time on Bach, but we would love to have you back on if you'd be willing to come back on the show. You know it, buddy. Dude, can't wait. We got to get a speaking of round tables, we got to get a four street round table sometime oh, yeah, soon. Dude. Sometime yeah, in the near future. Or we could even just get like, you know, my mom's house round table and yeah, see the what, party oh, round Yeah, Oof, man. We could do it. We, we should do a Markle Street round table too. Oh, oh my baby. God. Oh, boy. What would that look like? We'd have to get Logan. Oh, boy. Where's yeah. Logan at? Yeah. Where's Logan? Logan, smack a queer, pretty Rick. Pretty Rick's been on the show and he's booked to be on again. And he's booked to be on again on on a round table, believe it or not. Mm. But yeah, so all right. Well, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Justin Richardson, Tom Lavelle, and our guest is the man, the myth, the legend, Alan Bach. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Work Inspectors Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please, God, she hates me doing this, but if you like and subscribe, she might stop giving me so much shit about doing it. So please like and subscribe so my wife gets off my ass about doing the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya.
Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.